0: Panago Pizza presents P -P, the Steve Dangle Podcast, with your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go!
1: Well. Well. (sighs) You know, I was really hoping, and I was really thinking towards the end of the game last night that we would have some good news. Things looked good. Things looked good. But then things didn't go so well. But but before we get to the bad, let's get to the good with Who Wore the Crown? Brought to you by our friends at Crown Royal. If you live generously, life will treat you royally. Jesse is making sure that you can see the Purelator truck. Because the truck, yeah, <laughs> the <Pure> truck <laughs> always is open. It's always oh there. Oh my god, are you kidding? What, it's parked hiring. outside. <laughs> always.
2: Always. You're kidding. No, they're hiring. Oh my God! This Crown sponsors this. That's right, not not Purelator. has paid
1: us a dime, by the way. <laughs> oh my God! Um, hey, why not put yourself a friend and a friend at Crown Royal and watch this show and maybe apply for Purelator? <laughs> because <laughs> why not? We're, we're gonna talk about who wore the crown. Where we, with the help of all the fans, all the fans, all oh. all all of Angry Leafs Nation, you are. N- I know you're not very happy. <laughs> I see my DMs. I see my replies. Know that you're kind of pissed. Um, But we got to crown a leaf mm-hmm. Who did give it all for the team last night And there were a few And when you crown a leaf that lives generously By giving it all for the team It is brought to you by Crown Royal Live life generously And it will treat you royally Let's get into it, it By the way Jesse is my camera okay? Do I look handsome enough? It's, I- hold on Look into it Let's look into it It's right there Do I look Am I framed? Oh, You look gorgeous Yeah you sexy Okay. What do you, do you think sure. YouTube? Just checking Anyway, uh, who, Jesus. You, uh, who are, this is me trying to be sexy. It's amazing that I ever got married. Uh, what, um, for you, Steve, who wore the crown?
2: Uh, I'm going to give it to Austin Matthews, because I feel like the Leafs were called out um, by Alex Ovechkin, and it felt like Matthews was sort of the the lightning rod for it, Mm -hmm. for some reason. Like, I don't know if Ovechkin really brought him up directly. We just sort of decided it was Mm -hmm. about Austin Matthews. I don't know why it had to be about Austin Matthews.
1: I thought that was a bit of a misnomer. Well, he's supposed to
2: be the team's best player. Mm -hmm. He is. And, uh, you know, the team's been struggling, and so when you have a struggling team, you always look at the best player, even if he's your leading goal scorer. Well, he played 22 and a half minutes, two goals, one assist, five shots on goal. Uh, I thought he answered the bell. Scored the second goal, scored the third goal, gets accused of uh, scoring in garbage time. That wasn't garbage time. He uh, he got the Leafs a point in the standings, almost got him
1: too. I uh, got to give it to Austin Matthews. It's a good pick. I'm I'm gonna go with Austin Matthews lineup and really you could line lineup line mate. You could have picked anybody from that line mm-hmm. last night. Andreas Janssen. He's looked great. I thought he has. Yeah. He has, and I've and I've been critical of him. I was critical of him of a few episodes ago. Um and not crazy, but but just not the guy that we thought right away. And I don't think anybody's really looked like themselves. Like if you were to look at no Ma- Matthews no. quietly, sort of has it, defensive warts and all, he's looked like the Austin Matthews we were used to. We were just hoping Austin Matthews would take a step forward. He's still s- consistently a scary offensive player. He's had a couple quiet nights. Yes, but that's because without Tavares, you all you do is key in on him. Exactly. But with a guy like Andreas Janssen going and scoring that early, when Andreas Janssen scores first off, you feel the excitement from the team. He's one of those guys, there's guys that score and everybody's happy for them, and then Andreas Janssen scores and everybody's like, YEAH! Like yes. there's a, there's a yeah. joy that comes out. And I think that's because of who he is. It's that he's got a personality, uh, he's clearly a guy that, that people like and people gravitate towards. He seems like he's just a fun person to be around. And so when when I saw that kind of go in early, it was kind of like, yes. Part of the issue that we've had with the Leafs is them not starting on time, and people were finally able to say, Hey, look, looks like they maybe sort of started on time. Maybe. Sort also, of. Maybe. Hey, look,
2: Jesse spilled coffee all over the place. Oh, great. There, okay. yeah, just a little bit. Just a little coffee. Could, I have, my sweater here could have not have yeah, it. I didn't oh, know whatever. that was your sweater. Yeah, it's my sweater. All right,
1: well, you, at least you know everybody's here is honest. They're not stealing your sweater. Wow, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, Andreas Johnson's great, for sure. Um, Jesse Blake. <laughs> Yes. you are cleaning coffee? Yes. Um, do you have a moment to discuss with us who you would crown the last night's game? But you're
3: going to have to give me more than a moment. Okay. Well, you're going to have to give me a couple moments here. I will give because a I have a moments. little bit to go through. Oh, I have to shout out David. I've shout out Stephen. Thank you. I've shout out Kevin Papetti. Boo. Shout out <laughs> Thrillum for no good reason. Don.com. Mm. Leaf fan, 1917. All right. <laughs> Robbie McPhee, 21. You got a whole team. Wright KM04.
2: Jesse.
1: Je- S. Is- Giancos IRL. This is Rachel's Raiders 3 next year? Yeah. So this will be the third entry. All- <laughs> Jesse and all these guys. All those people. Jesse's Rachel's Raiders. <laughs> tag
2: me in receipts. The Trey Kroner. <laughs> as yeah.
3: to why William Nylander is today deserves today's crown. But... None of those receipts compared to the receipt I got in my DMs from PID underscore hockey. That's Pucks in Deep Hockey, Uh, Mm. who wrote me this lovely letter. Ken Reed. Since the Caps are playing the Leafs, I figured now would be a good time for a story about why Nylander deserves the crown. I grew up in D.C. When I was in sixth grade and uh, Michael Nylander played for the Caps, my middle school hockey team played against William and Alex Nylander. No Suffice way. it to say, Willie and Alex were the only players on the ice who ended up playing professionally, and they beat us something like 8-1. to one. Yeah, The Nylanders might have had five assists each, but neither had scored. Huh. Toward the end of the game, we heard Willie begging his coach to let him take a shot. We realized the reason we held him scoreless <laughs> was that he was not allowed to shoot or take a shot because he was so good. The next shift, he was allowed to take a shot, and on his only shot of the game, he ripped a goal high glove from the blue line yeah. <laughs> on a power play. If that story combined with his performance tonight doesn't deserve the crown, I don't know wow. what does. Wow. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. You know what? If we ever
1: have Willie on the show, we got to ask him oh, about yeah. that. Man, I wonder how many times, <laughs> like, in, for NHL players that are playing on teams and they're just too good. Because, like, when they're young kids, they are the kids that are too good. Mm-hmm. How many times has a coach said, you know what, just don't embarrass them? Yeah. It is about they're fun. They're 14. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> three, minimum three passes. That must happen more than we talk about, more oh, than we yeah. think. Probably. I, I, I talk about this often, but when um, when my, my friend was playing double-A hockey, my friend was a pretty good hockey player uh, until he injured his back, I went to watch him, and he was playing double-A, and he was on his way to triple-A again before he hurt his back. But, um uh. Wayne Simmons happened to be playing that night. Of course. and He's uh, probably the guy who hurt him. Yeah, and I think he was playing for the (laughs) Toronto Aces or something like that. I forget what they But they were like a brown and they're like a bad avalanche looking jersey. Right. Just bad. Like the avalanche jersey is beautiful. This was a terrible copy.
2: No, I know which version of the jersey you're talking about. Yeah, it was just a,
1: it was like a bad purple streak. And Wayne, Wayne was the only player on the ice. Mm -hmm. Right like when Wayne decided to Wayne walked and it was like it was it was crazy because you you sometimes you see this in the NHL where a player takes off and they're like it's like it was anybody else even bothering to pump their skates and And Wayne had that it was just sort of like I'm gonna walk around you. I'm gonna do this I'm gonna score uh, and then I'm gonna kind of go to the bench And then I'm gonna hang out for a bit and then when I feel like it again Not because he was lazy, but because he didn't want to embarrass you. I'm gonna do that again and it was just, it was just, it was on, it was like, it was like net, the Netflix of hockey plays. He could just, on demand, pick whatever he wanted to do and do it. And it was, it was amazing. So I'm not surprised. The Netflix, You know what I mean? Like, you're right. just, you're just grabbing whatever you want, whenever you want. So anyway, it was, it was amazing. So William Nylander. Now, Jesse, why do you give William Nylander the crown? Yeah. Just before we wrap it up. Use that story that I story? just told. All right. But that was why he gave him the crown. I was just wondering about you. no,
3: no, 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 no. The listeners and I are one.
0: You, okay.
1: You. <laughs> unlike
3: <laughs> unlike oh. Steve Dangle and the over here. No, right? True, mm. true. I support our listeners, <laughs> and I am on their side. Jesse's here. Jesse's their representative on the show. You exactly. Know,
2: you get your name in the intro, and all of a sudden you think you're something. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy. This guy. Are you? Am I alone? Am I the only one in the city in a good mood? Like despite that game. No, it's happy there. That'd can we, can we just wrap Dim this segment Hollywood. so we can get into that? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So here's
1: the deal We love Crown Royal. We had a great move because of Crown Royal. We want you to use the hashtag, by the way. And we got we to, gotta, all of us are, have terrible memories, but it's important. Huh? Whenever you see a player that you're like, man, that player has got to get the crown, tweet us why. Hashtag our town, our crown. And make sure that you use the hashtag so we can find you. Uh, we're going to remember to put up tweets after every game and say, hey, you know, who wore the crown? Just give us a heads up. Tell us why, that sort of thing. And uh, and and let us know what you thought. So again, that's who wore the crown for this week. Brought to you by, as always, Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not live, why gen- not? Why not live <laughs> generously and treat your Leafs crew to a good old-fashioned Crown Royal old-fashioned. Good old-fashioned Crown Royal. I wrote it that way because I knew you'd remember it because it sounds awkward. Now, Leafs. Leaf fans are in a, a just a terrible mood. It's been a bad two and a half weeks. Oh there's... Steve Dangle. Steve Dangle has been a bad yes. in a bad mood for a good chunk of that. Steve Dangle oh, yeah. recently revealed this is a BuzzFeed article, by the way. Oh great. Steve Dangle reveals he's actually in a good mood.
2: Yes. Here
1: are, are twenty seven quizzes as to why Steve <laughs> Dangle Which which Steve Dangle are you? I never know which Steve Dangle I'm gonna wake up You'll as. You'll never believe what number seventeen said. Wow. Yeah. What
2: did number seventeen say? I don't know. Does their cap hit end with dot seventeen? Maybe. Just because <laughs> LOL money? <laughs> Lol it's my jersey number, and now maybe. it's also money? Maybe. Maybe. Um, we'll
1: talk about that later, maybe. Uh so just to, like to I guess to get into it, the Matthews line kind of comes alive, even defensively, but then Mitch Marner penalty in overtime. Puts them away, but let's start- After
2: almost ending it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, now let's start from the beginning of the game though, Alexander Ovechkin. And these comments came to light after the morning skate. And I gotta say, I loved them. Sure. You gotta remember too here, with Alexander Ovechkin, there is a language barrier. The guy's English is pretty good. But also, you've heard Russians speak. I don't have to tell you that the way they say things is different from the way we say things. You're losing a
2: couple words.
1: Yeah, like, when Russians talk about themselves, they say for me it was rather than I. Also, there's no um, there's no
2: distinguish distinguishing between this and that.
1: Right. They don't have. It's just the it's same just, thing. Which, in all honesty, is a lot simpler than the way we do. Oh, English is complicated. English yeah. is
3: the most complicated language in the world because yeah. there's yeah. no patterns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they just have exceptions rules. for no reason. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now. I before E, except after C, and all the other exceptions. <laughs> yeah.
3: Except when we feel like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cause shut up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So America. American said this. I think for them, they are still a young group of guys, and I hope they're going to learn. It's up to them how they want to do it, and if they want to and if they want to play for yourself, because again, they them uh-huh. also not something that it's up to them how they want to do it, and if they want to play for yourself, or if they want to win a cup, they have to play differently.
2: Yeah. Do you want to be. So someone posted like a Kyrie Irving quote mm-hmm. that was essentially the same thing.
1: Oh man, the Kyrie story that came out earlier this week, by the way. What was that? Did you see that? Yeah, oh. yeah. So, oh, um, oh man, uh,
3: I think it was Jackie McMillan. V. S. P. N. She wrote a a great piece on Kyrie Irving summer and like building the Brooklyn Nets. And there were some stories. It was clearly from the Nets side where like they would be in China over the summer, and he would refuse to take his hat off for photos, and they'd have to Photoshop it out. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, just little things. Why do you got to Photoshop the hat out? Because he, he wasn't supposed to be wearing the hat during the photo. It was just supposed to be a team photo. He's supposed to take off your hat. How do you
0: Photoshop then, a hat <laughs> They had to Photoshop it out. And then <laughs> oh, my God. They have,
3: they have a whole bunch of uh, things they do pre-game in the Nets. Like, they have to, you have to go through a certain massage therapist, and he just refused to do all of that. And then were, he had a bunch of episodes, they called it. In they China. Would, right? They wouldn't get In China as well, on the road trip, he had episodes where he just gets moody. And they didn't go to specifics about that one, and then, so yeah, everybody thought this would happen. Sorry if I go on a no, tangent no, about this Kyrie is. No, this but is everybody thought this would happen, but, like, everybody thought 40 games in, this would happen. Because this is what happened in Boston. He hadn't played a game yet? There were the three games into the season, oh, three. and well, now, well, now the stories are coming out. You oh, know when,
1: geez. you know the quote, they are who we thought they were? Oh, Kyrie Irving. So, yeah. so the Kyrie best part Irving? about this is that they're hoping that Kevin Durant's influence can calm Kyrie down. Mm-hmm. What? The guy that makes burner accounts, as <laughs> Kim so lovingly year. put it, huh? And, and we'll play, play this year. year. Yeah, but the guy who is the thinnest skinned, pettiest dude in the NBA, mm-hmm. yes, probably in professional sports. He's okay. He did an
2: interview with Serge Ibaka, so I like which was now. good. Yeah, it so was I good. Yeah,
1: now. but the thinking behind it
3: is so DeAndre <laughs> Jordan, uh, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving they became best friends during the 2016 Olympics, okay, and then they're like one day we're gonna form a team, and then they actually did it. So the idea, the Brooklyn Nets upper management is hoping that his good friend, Kevin Durant, is going to be the one who finally calms down Kyrie.
2: Next year. Hopefully well, no, he's around the
3: team. Kevin, yeah, Durant's been around the team so okay. far this season. So okay. if he sticks around all year, maybe he'll be the one to calm him down. And we'll get the twenty what was the year, 2015 Kyrie that stopped the Golden State Warriors. You know? right.
1: it's, like, it's like asking Matt Cook to tell Tom Wilson to calm down. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> like that. Like, yes. like Matt Cook's gonna be a real good influence on Tom Wilson. Mm, for sure. Or, well, <laughs> Adam, I'm sure you're excited to get to that. <laughs> Listen, uh so, yes. so, so, so Ovechkin the quote was the juicy So stuff. that yeah, we so that's the juicy quote, and then and then I'm just gonna go through these quotes first and then we can dissect.
0: Sure.
1: People asked Mike Babcock about the Ovechkin quote. You know, he said they gotta play differently. Yep. Babcock said, Well, he knows. He lived it. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. Then he figured it out. This is what we've gotta do to win. I mean, that's why when he sees us you know we talked about this last year fun to watch 100 miles an hour but you got to learn how to play right everybody and, and then this so that's the part that made the news but this clip I, I think they cut it off too soon you gotta have a quick quote but the quote that follows it that's the more important
2: this one. this whole thing was a great example in long quote versus short
1: yes yeah because long quote can be like oh my God what a dick uh but or sorry a short quote can be oh my God what a dick but a long quote he said Everybody in Toronto, this is Babcock, is in a rush all the time. I get it, but that's not pro sport. That's not reality. You've got to keep building and building and building and steady on the rudder and keep going through things. And I have to say this. You had your frustrations with Mike. Uh, I think everybody does. I'm sure his players do, but he's absolutely right about that. Everybody in Toronto is in a rush all the time. There's always this... this this thinking in here and it's weird because when i've lived elsewhere you lose that mentality a little bit not because you stop working hard but because you stop rushing everywhere <laughs> you well, just sort of live differently
2: and it's funny though as a torontonian going to new york i'm just like oh shit i can't even keep up no new like york new
1: york's that next level thing
2: it's breakneck and yeah. then yeah you go almost anywhere else in canada except for montreal which is just Pandemonium
1: yeah. at all times. Uh, but Montreal is like a it's like a, a cinema. Like it's it's just everything is happening all at once and it's crazy. And everyone's is... chain smoking while doing yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah. The
2: South Park <laughs> interpretation of French Canada is actually pretty bang off. Yeah. Like, yeah. It yeah.
1: It's true. It's very, just very true. Mimes walking around the street. <laughs> but <laughs> come on. But Mike's Mike's right. We always we have this attitude, and that's what annoys people so much about Torontonians is that we're always like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Instead of taking a brief a, a breather, you can get the same amount of work done, but Torontonians are like, oh, we need it now. Uh, and then Austin Matthews was asked about it, and he said, well, I mean, how many times did they lose to Pittsburgh before they finally broke through? And a lot of people took that as Austin being a dick. Yes. So, here, do you mind if I take that Please.
2: one? Please. Okay, so Justin Cuthbert from Yahoo uh, Sports Canada, who I think actually does really good work, mm. and is doing really good work with the Leafs. you think that? I think that. Hmm. Wait, what does that mean? I don't know. You, <laughs> you had to specify that you thought that. So no, no, because I, thought... I don't, I don't want this <laughs> to be interpreted as a criticism of him. Oh, okay. Because this tweet has 135 retweets, a thousand and forty-five likes uh, when I took this screenshot, and it's like no one read it. So Austin Matthews, with really no animosity in his tone, did you hear what I just said? With really, really no, no animosity, animosity in his tone, too. had this answer for Ovechkin. How many times did they lose to Pittsburgh before finally breaking through? Which is what you just read. I take that statement as he's agreeing with Ovechkin. Yes, with no mm-hmm. animosity. And Justin included that, I assume, to really emphasize that point, mm-hmm. knowing the quote that he was put. and everyone's just like, Matthews completely didn't get it, and this and that. Here's the full thing from Mark Masters. Did Austin Matthews hear what Ovechkin said? Yep. Care to comment? No, not really. Does he agree playoff battle scars help? Yeah, I mean, how many times did they lose to Pittsburgh before they finally broke through? You learn from those experiences, which was Ovechkin's whole bloody point. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin conveyed his point properly. Matthews interpreted it properly. The only one who got it wrong was us guys.
1: Yeah, 100%. like the, the only
2: wrong, uh, the only ones who got it wrong were the fans. Go to bed. Like, when, when the game's done, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Last it's... night was, was a pretty... It was a mess. Like, if you're going to be mad, fine. But at least be right about the reasons... To be mad. Why you're mad. <laughs> it was well,
3: even funnier because Marner also spoke on it and his comments could also be taken. what he, said. he looked annoyed. He said, good Everyone's good. going to have their opinions on our group. We're a family in this group. We keep everything tight knit in here and we don't need to start commenting and get a story outside of it. We're just going to make sure we stay tight in here. Marner we- looked
1: annoyed with every press conference this year, by the way. Well, right.
2: He hasn't had a fun time, minus the money. Um, but uh, like I think the money's okay. Yeah, the money's fine. <laughs> the the uh, the quote there I mean that's basically well we don't want to cause a distraction. And like even even your quote where what you're trying to say is we don't want to cause a distraction is then dissected and becomes a distraction that's the, dis- <laughs> the, the session. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: If you're I don't understand why any leaf has twitter.
1: Or Instagram. I think for you're that probably matter. not on it as much. Um, don't but, check your mentions. You yeah, should, there
2: should be like <laughs> a, block a, a tweet
1: deck where you don't have mentions. Well, I think it's you, send only. It's pretty easy to um, block words and stuff. I've done that. Forget words.
3: Block yeah. your mentions. Well, if you're an NHL player, why are you following that on Twitter anyway? Yeah, you don't, you don't need that. You don't need the. What do you need that for? Yeah, I
2: well, there was one. So
1: one one thing we're, though. We're not going to bring that up though. What? No, we're not gonna bring that we're up. We're not yeah. gonna bring that up? Um, all right. You want to? No. No, we shouldn't do that. It's not. There's no reason. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't further the point. That's just gossipy. NHL players like and do things all the time. Yeah. It shows up in our mentions. Oh, and we're above that. <laughs> we're above yes, that. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So let's take a second here. Because we need to tell you about you playing hockey with the one and only Matt Sundin, along with Nick Kiprios, and Steve Thomas, mm. and Freddie Modine! Uh, this is, uh, the LeoVegas.net tournament that you need to be a part of. Steve was a part of it in the spring. Steve will, again, have, have his body ruined. Oh, my God. Um, and it was, it it was, honestly, it is so much fun. That's the thing that, like, we always focus on what you're gonna get if you win this, but if you go to LeoVegas.net, you click on Matt Sandine's logo, uh, it's, like, his number 13, um, so much fun at the tournament because the guys all kind of get back together. It's a lot of former Leaf guys like in the last tournament, Gary Roberts was there. Um, I know that Nick Andropov has shown up. Uh, Curtis Joseph has been there. you know like there are they they bring the gang back together and it's so fun to see those guys because it's like you watch those guys so it's like a reunion for you, but it's a reunion for them. They live across the world right? and let me tell you this, you better hope you're on Gary Roberts team. play Gary Roberts <laughs> does
2: not care about your skill level does not care if you're tired does not care he is no quit he will score 7 goals and run you over and be mad at himself for not scoring 8 <laughs> <laughs> he will not chill
1: that's funny no gary no chill roberts <laughs> absolutely so so leovegas.net you got to sign up for this it's going to be lots and lots of fun uh and you got to be you got you're going to get play hockey and take passes from Matt Sundine, which steve you have done i gave him one I gave him a pass and then had that hard forecheck that you got on video, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Steve looked like he unplugged his controller and he was just like, it was just, if you could see this on, it was like, uh,
2: <laughs> well, and I didn't go fast with the guy because I don't know how to change direction. You do like, now. I do now yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But no, like, I, was, I, I didn't just gave... know how to change direction? No. So, okay. The guy has the puck <laughs> well, standing still. Well, he was still. a
1: wide sweeping thing. Yeah. He didn't yeah. do the power turn okay, well at that bad. point. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, if you've been able to, to skate. It was great for fun, like,
2: though.
3: Three years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I give you, I give you a hard time only because it's really not even fair. Right, Like, come no, on. But
2: like I love that you have that footage because I know
1: I'm way better than that now, and mm. still shit. But like, way better. Than <laughs> Dude, I'm shit. Who cares? I played for ten years. I don't. I'm, yeah. I suck now. Um. So anyway, oh, LeoVegas.net. Like <laughs> Click on Matt Sundine's face, or is actually, his back this time. And uh, and get ready to play some hockey. It's going to be a lot of fun. I do want to say though that uh, Matthews responded, and it wasn't. I don't think it was because of Ovechkin. I think it was because he needed to. Uh, we we talked. He about, wants to win. Well, as I said earlier in the show, Austin Matthews has done everything we thought Austin Matthews could do. But Leaf fans are like, "That's great that you've scored all those goals, but we need you to do this too." And Mike Babcock saying that, and the like. Totally. It's not that we want. I don't well, Ovechkin, think Austin, after
2: that quote, was, like, partially responsible for the first goal.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Austin Matthews is not going to be a defensive stalwart. I don't think yeah. he's going to be Jonathan Taze. But he at least needs to look like, and we've talked about this before, like he cares in, the, in his own end.
2: Yeah. Do we really think Ovechkin is that changed of a player from five years ago? I don't.
1: I, no, don't, I, I don't I don't know. I don't puts
2: think up so. a shit ton of points still and often looks like an Xbox controller turned off. Uh, I mean, the Capitals won in 2018. Good for them. But I don't think it's because Ovechkin had this come to God.
1: And played, the, and played def- defense. Yeah. It wasn't defensive stalwart Alexander Ovechkin. What's Russian
2: for Selkie? Like, I, I don't think he was that in 2018. Uh, they no. got amazing goaltending, uh, played team defense, uh, sort of around Ovechkin, but he still. I don't know, was the greatest goal scorer of this generation and maybe all time. And we
3: can never forget that on the road to their Stanley Cup in the first round, they were down two nothing to Columbus and they were in overtime in game three. Game yeah. And three. Columbus hit the post. Yep. And in game three. They finally they beat 2-0. Pittsburgh. So
2: finally beat Pittsburgh. They yeah. were down they were down uh, in every series. They were down, yep, in yeah. every series and they were down to uh the Tampa Bay Lightning and What got them past the lightning was back to back shutouts from Braden Holtby. Sometimes you gotta get lucky. I mean You play hard and you get lucky and you put yourself in situations
3: to get lucky.
2: That's a great way of putting it. Yes. So not to diminish it, but I don't think, yeah, who watches Ovechkin and goes, Oh yeah, great, like back check.
1: No. No. That's not. And that's what okay. We don't expect that. That's not what his thing is. No. <laughs> right. But like, it's the formula you need to get. Can right. he be
2: right and wrong at the same time? The the Leafs do need to play the way he suggested that they play, and also he does not play that way. I don't think he suggested he does. I think yeah. he suggested they do. The team. Yes. Which I think is probably right. Like I'm looking at like the the completely changed Washington Capitals, and meanwhile. Hmm. Both of the first two goals were John Carlson from uh, I think it was Backstrom and Ovechkin. Like, ha- has that not been the backbone of that team? For... Hundred mm-hmm. percent.
3: God the knows one how was, long. Yeah. There's TJ Oshie, Ovechkin, and yeah, like, Ovechkin
1: from the slot. You know, same same thing. I don't think the Caps are tremendously so, different. But getting into that though, Austin Matthews did respond defensively. He broke up a couple mm-hmm. breakaways. In he awesome. was and yeah, I, I get sorry that. sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on the defense for just a second. No, I don't get it. I'm going to squirt this the C. <laughs> And I don't like again. The expectation isn't that he plays this amazing defense, although that'd be great too. Sure. Uh, I want Austin Matthews to score buckets of goals and at least be competent defensively. Yeah, like give a general shit, like a stick lift. Right. On and I think Dubois. For example yes and I think that he did it last night it was great it was like wow that's more of what we need to see and as I said that first Andreas Janssen goal was a was a big one now the caps did quite, tie it up within 10 minutes uh-huh. John Carlson uh, but not a not a bad start to a game they and looked like, good I you should Marner does
2: not make feel sorry for me money but, like, he played over 25 minutes. He played the second most amount of ice time out of any leaf. He was of of
1: directly responsible for, for that the third goal, too. It was Marner, Neilander yeah. Matthews and, right, on that power play.
3: and Well, the overtime. Directly the... responsible for the game winner He by taking the penalty. He
2: took a penalty with one second left, and I feel like he was directly responsible for getting that penalty kill to one second left. Yes. And then he almost scores the shorty and like, ah, he just, whenever he figures it out this season, he's going to be a monster, but right now he's not there.
1: No, no, there's something weird going on there. It might just be this, the money thing. Like, it, like how could it not affect you a little bit? That everyone's mad at you, and you can't do anything right. Is that the thing? Is everybody mad at Marner? 100%. I'm, I'm not even... I don't even care anymore. That's 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, feel I like do expect him to be a fucking beast out there. He's making beast money. It's but, a, Yes, absolutely. But it's, I don't, I'm not uh, mad at him. guy. I'm happy for him. Good for
2: you. Go make your money, man. Seeing the difference between Matthew's money and whatever he's getting. You are seeing the difference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've talked about this already, but there's that, and there's that. Mm-hmm. Two different things. Mm-hmm. One's better than the other. That doesn't mean I don't like both of them, but one is definitively better than the yeah, other. yeah, and more than yeah. seven hundred and fifty grand better. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's it's just a different version of Neilander. Like the people who are still criticizing Nylander are wrong.
1: Like it's well, just all ridiculous. you have to do is look at Bobby Ryan, who makes seven point five million, which what? is six hundred grand more than Nylander. All you uh-huh. got to do who is watch any Leaf game. Yeah, any actually Leaf watch game. though. Actually, actually watch. watch. Um, Not scratch your balls and yell at the screen. Like, you gotta actually, I'm (laughs) serious. Like you gotta actually, you. can do that too. But, sure? yeah. Why can't but, like, you do that you and to, watch what, the game? What I mean is that like like watch the <laughs> Stop actual. Stop taking place. away
2: Canada's pastime. Sorry, you're right. You're That's right. on Saturday <laughs> night, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like how are you gonna get us for? Nylander has. See, Saturday you're gonna hang what? out with people. That's for Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because yeah, you're right. at home. Yeah. I can't do it because I'm on ice or something. Or
3: Scotiabank Wednesday night hockey.
2: Yes. Yeah, for sure. haven't heard of it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> all
3: right. All right. I see you. see ya. It's a new thing they're trying out. I see you, Bell. Oh, is it I
1: might work. I see you. I okay. see you. <laughs> no, but I, in all honesty, it's it's a, it's like whenever I hear someone say that, I'm like, you're, especially this season. And I've heard it already from people, like older guys. It's always the old guys. I don't know what it is in my life. All the old guys are like, yeah, I don't like Nylander. Because they're watching a different sport. Yeah, it is a different sport. You're right. Um, And I, I, I think. I think with Nylander, and in all honesty, Jesse Jesse always gives it to Nylander, but he has had of the three of them, no question. Matthews has been the dominant goal scorer, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna rate the three of them in terms of consistency of performance, I've given it to Nylander all the way.
2: He's been a play driver
1: every game, mm-hmm. every game. Is there one game that sticks out? You're like, man, Nylander had a really bad game. I can't name one. Not really. Where like Nylander himself? You're like, where it was noticeably bad. I've had some noticeably absent Matthews games, maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he's second in the in the league in scoring, in goals. goals. Up. You're like, yep. okay, we're fine with that. Um, uh, Mitch Marner. That's a that's a question mark right now. You know he'll sort himself out, but how long will that take? Uh, we don't know. Um... And I think I think William Nylander quietly has done a really an amazing, amazing job. And I don't think there's any by any metric. I don't think you can dispute that except for old man metric, which is it doesn't make sense. I just don't like him, Uh which is the same Larry Murphy shit that got Larry Murphy turfed out of town for nothing. And he went and won a cup. And there's so much to go
3: into that because he was the first one to hold out. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's an he's old European, yeah. there's an old guy on TV who's been yelling about him since he joined the team that he's European
1: even though he's Canadian mm-hmm. and he represents the other side like
2: Euro, uh, European. If, if Canadian, William right. yeah.
1: claimed to be a Canadian and played for Team Canada, would Don Cherry like Oh, because a... oh. he was born in Calgary, blue-eyed, yeah. blonde hair. How could he not? Oh, he <laughs> all, he do, all he would have to do is smoke a pack of Marlboros, and Don would really <laughs> like him. Don used to he used to rave about guys that smoked and how good they smelled. What? Yeah, it was like remember, the what? head coach of Buffalo for years, Ted something. Uh, uh, he was. Oh, fu- um, what was it? You know, Nolan. Ted Nolan. Yeah, he said that Ted Nolan walked into a, a bar once and he had a leather jacket on and he had just smoked some sort of menthol cigarette or something like that and he's like Don's like and he just looks so cool and he smelled great and it's like, <laughs> remember watching that going that is a bizarre comment Don, but that's that generation. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> okay, I have yeah, to say sir. what really got in Let's the talk way about of this him game, like he's Arthur Morgan. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. It's a generational divide. All
2: sure. right, Dominic, here's the plan. You go out there and stop everything, and we'll wear black and red for some reason. All right, break.
1: <laughs> now, let's talk about our live show. It is next Thursday at Regulars. Yes. Uh, super pumped. So we're going to be uh, we're gonna be starting around, I think, 5.30, 5.45, doing an hour-long show. A lot of it's going to be press conference, so if you do have some questions, pop in. People are asking, is there guest list? Is there tickets? No, you just come. You just show up. Uh, Which is kind of fun. Arrive at regulars. uh, And then the game's on afterwards, which is kind of cool, too. So we're going to do the show. uh, And it won't be... Like, sometimes we've done live shows in the past. This is going to be added onto our regular schedule. So we do our Sundays and our Wednesdays, but this Thursday show will just be add-on. So you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. You will be able to listen to it on iHeartRadio or Spotify or SoundCloud or however you listen. Um, and uh, and we're kind of excited to be there. Regulars is a very, very cool bar in Toronto. And actually, when uh, when they actually approached us about it, I was like, there's a couple different regulars around the GTA. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't happen to mean the regulars downtown do you? And they're like, yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought we... Th- didn't I we like, think we were going to, like, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. And I, and yeah. I was like,
1: oh. I, I didn't... I, I was like, oh. And they're like, w- what? And I'm like, well... I just didn't think that a bar like yours would want us. <laughs> You're so much cooler than we are. Yeah. It was like, wow, well, I I don't know if you'd want me as a customer. I'm not cool enough. But it's a very, it's a very cool bar. It's so much fun. The owners are great. And uh, and so we're su- super excited to be there. We're trying to do more of these live shows where possible because we want to hang out. So we'll grab some uh, we'll grab some fun times together at Aww. regulars next Thursday, November 7th. Um I am I am a little curious as to why the refs tried to play the role that they played last night. And I mean we'll miss- that i mean that on yeah. both sides. <laughs> Call penalties! All right! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... And they still miss stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. They're going to miss stuff every game. But, like, it was... 16. 16 penalties. Yeah. And by the way, we'll get to the Leafs' power play. Oh. One for eight? Are you joking? But... Oh. but um, At beyond, least win that
2: game with Tavares so easily for sure.
1: But beyond oh that, the, the problem the problem is that there were so many make good calls. Mm-hmm. Like there was a call on Justin Hall in the first period where he hit somebody, just hit them, and it wasn't it was some, maybe an interference, but the puck was going the same way that they were going. They were pretty close in, and then what made it worse was they called Verana on the next call. Which was almost a nothing thing. Which, and even the, even the Caps bench was like, what the hell? And was it, that in the first period? That was in the first period. So I want to say the Vrana one was
2: to make up for the missed Backstrom elbow. So maybe there was another Vrana
1: one. But there was a Vrana one in the first period.
2: Yeah, I, no, I think that's the one I'm talking about. It was uh, it was a mess. It,
1: it was, was a mess. mess
2: of a game in terms of officiating. And I, really I again, I hate
1: to bring it back to that, but it really got in the way. There was almost no 5-on-5 times. 16 penalty minutes. That's 32 minutes over half the game... Without a single like with with without the teams playing evenly. That's not a hockey game. Oh that's a power play game.
3: Spent twelve minutes and thirty two seconds on power play time on ice.
1: It's a wonder he didn't score twelve goals. <laughs> look at
2: Marner. Go look at Marner because he's on the top power play unit and the top penalty kill unit.
3: Eight minutes forty eight seconds. On the power play. Power play time on ice, yeah.
2: Was this penalty kill?
3: <sighs> penalty kill time on ice is uh short hit five minutes wow. thirty seconds.
1: So you played, you played like fourteen, minutes. Minutes. <laughs> 14 <laughs> minutes
3: on special. That's crazy. That's, but that's, that's not a game. Uh, no. I Like well, that's not, not a hockey game.
2: The Leafs get no. a five on three and it's basically written in stone, you know the caps are gonna get one as well. Because like it's just such an unfair advantage or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was... And meanwhile... And I mean that for both sides. The number one thing that I wanted punished um, was uh, Tom Wilson on Muzzin. I don't remember if he got a penalty for that. There were too many to keep track of. No. Um, He took out the Leafs' arguably best defenseman so far this season and he's gonna get nothing for it and he went flying at him it's a clear charge oh, which uh, old time hockey okay fine it's a rule that rule has always been there and more importantly the thing that caused the injury was the knee uh-huh. Well, Muzzin tried to get out of the way every player tries to get out of the way of every check ever <laughs> he raised his knee and then he did the same thing to Barry and almost broke his ankle mm-hmm. this guy uh, yeah sure keep defending him it's fine <laughs> Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do besides tomahawking him in the ankle <laughs> as retribution
1: because the league's not gonna do anything about it? Well, if you have a Kevin Gravel, why wouldn't you do that? Right? <laughs> right? Like, also, who cares if he doesn't play? <laughs> how do you, dude? How I do mean, you... one of these days, yeah. sorry, sorry, Jesse. No, I got it. One of these days, a team's gonna get smart and go, you know what, dude? Tydome, why, why wouldn't you?
2: Tidomi cold cocking Ulf Samuelson. Like, the league had to suspend him because you can't do that. But everyone's like, yeah, no. For sure, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like, you
2: shouldn't have done that, but
1: also like, yeah, no, I'm not surprised. And I think something similar happened to Darius Kasparitis once. Uh, uh, because, probably. Because he was a shithead to play against. Uh, that's what made those players effective, but it was also, you know, that's the retribution always comes at some point. And Tom Wilson's flying around out there. I mean, the, the second hit on Barry, it was nice to see... Gojai put him in a headlock, I guess, mm-hmm. and then um, get
3: a, a power play for for us kinda. headlocking. I, don't know.
1: I the Leafs <laughs> need to
2: hire somebody to just fuck up every day for Freddie Gojai. They what? they need to Megan every Matt? time he takes his shoes off, throw Lego in front of him. Go to every. Go to uh, like follow him into a coffee shop and just as he's about to leave, just smack it and like hit it on the floor. Always just just sprinkle hairs in his but food every time he goes to a take restaurant. Take his anger
3: to the ice. What if he just? <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> then you trade him. Become <laughs> an angry man. <laughs> no, like he's at some point six foot five, two hundred and thirty five pound guy. Uh, I wanna I wanna see there be a little wrath. Like if if he was mad ever go look up the fight him against I want to say it was Brett Parnum on the Habs uh from back when the Leafs fought all the time because they sucked uh, <laughs> he he beat the brakes off of that guy because he can and he just sort of chooses not to they need to hire what? someone to like literally if he's reading a book to spill a coffee on it spill the coffee that you smacked out of his hand like like just just be a dick to well, him and to let get me him be clear upset. on this
1: i'm not suggesting that it's a good idea for someone to go in and injure Tom Wilson I'm just suggesting. And, no, but I would up, not be surprised if someone did if, it. If it keeps up, he may they that may I mean just that happen. or suspend
2: him when he does bad things. <laughs> do it's a tough choice. Him. They do suspend him. Yeah, he's they got him a lot. These He fashions. shouldn't be in the
1: league. He no, that's tough. ridiculous. No, and f- now
2: he's in so I was saying this earlier today. He's in the league is in a bit of a pickle with God, Tom God. Wilson. Because, do we all agree at least that what he did to Muzzin was not as bad as what he did to Oscar Sundquist last year? Oh, not as bad at all. No not way. as bad not, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Not not the same, the ball same yeah. I agree. Okay. But he got 20 games for that? Something like that? Sure. So now he's in this weird Rafi Torres territory, except he's very not Rafi Torres. Tom Wilson is entering his prime. Rafi Torres was this menace. Clearly, at the end of his career, and the NHL went. You know what? Enough of you. You and don't they, need to be here. And they suspended him for forty-two games. He ended his career as a Leaf. Actually, uh, if you I wonder remember. if they ever printed him a jersey, I don't <laughs> never think played. So, I don't think so. Yeah. How can the Leafs talk about Tom Wilson when they employed Rafi Torres? True. No. Uh, they clearly wanted to get rid of him. Tom Wilson, meanwhile, has gotten a Rafi Torres-like suspension, but he's in his prime clearly a key contributor to his team which raffi torres very was not so when he does when he does the next suspendable thing you could argue it happened last night uh when he does his next suspendable thing does it always need to be at least what he did to oscar sunquist or worse because
1: they're never going to give him you can't ten, sus- fifteen, twenty, yeah. twenty-five for games for on what Muzzin. he did to
2: Muzzin. Now, can you? But that's go how back it's down... supposed
1: to work. But okay, so I was going to ask you. So if you got twenty games on Sunquist, and let's say they did want to suspend him from Muzzin, which they don't, if they did want to do that, and and want could they they couldn't give him one or two games? I'm I think they could, but I don't think they want to. Like, and they they can't.
2: Is yeah. he now at the point where? if he does something that's worthy of a fine he's he's such a, he's a repeat offender to the extent of if he does something that would be a $5000 fine for someone else you got to ding him 5 games i don't think that's fair bullshit bullshit it's not fair every jesse we we always talk about you can't call everything yeah. tom wilson is late with a hit almost every game he has a charge almost every game he's a dirty predatory player.
3: He's also a 20-girl scorer.
2: Right, so we just look past it. And he's handsome, this and is why and like, yeah, everyone's he's
3: like... He's handsome as hell. He is
2: <laughs> handsome as hell. Everyone's like, should the Leafs get a goon? Do you really want the Leafs to go back? No, but I would like a big, tough meanie who will punch someone in the fucking jaw. Because
1: seriously... A big, you, tough you, meanie you who can guy... play. Who can play. Right. You gotta
2: be able to play. He he can play, but he doesn't know how to throw a hockey hit. Does not. You mean
1: go or no, Wilson. I'm
2: talking about Tom Wilson. He doesn't know how to throw a hockey Or he hit. does. He just doesn't have to.
1: Because no one's holding him accountable to. And right. You know, and, and the Leafs fans... won't
2: do it. So what What are you left with? Do you just let that happen to you every game? Or do you beat the shit out of him sometimes?
1: No one's this... stepped up, though.
2: Right. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, now I'm getting worked up about Tom Wilson hitting Jake Muzzin. And I don't know if I should. If the Leafs
1: don't give a shit. Which they clearly don't. Well, I thought that they actually showed a little bit of scrappiness and determination last Uh, night. I thought the the Matthews face wash thing. Well, it is, but at least. Hey, man. Hey, hold on a second. (laughs) If you're starting at a fail, getting a D is an improvement.
3: Even a C-plus. Okay, yeah. so and
1: then we work up to yes. you beat the shit of them well, by the end of the season? Maybe not that, That's, but maybe uh, they're a C-plus student in that category. And get, based on all the other things that they are good at, yeah. I'm okay with them not being that great at it. Just fight through it. That's all we want. What happened before, yeah. what Fuck. happens against Boston is Marchand runs rough shot, and then they shut down. Oh, I can't and wait for Char to retire. What they cannot do, and Chara, and, and I hate everybody. Everybody's going to hate me for this, but Charlie McAvoy, low-key, baby. Mm-hmm. He's good at it. Low-key. He's learning. The point I'm trying to make here is that that is not going to be their strength. And they're not going to trade a player for it to be even a, a middling, like a, a somewhat of a strength, a B-minus, a B-plus, whatever. It's never going to be that. What I want is pushback. Mm-hmm. Just push back, and they did last night, and I liked that. But remember, their power play is their retaliation. Right. And no, their but power play...
2: If, if, if they One put that eight.
3: together, then you don't need any of that toughness. Well, right. Some, if they had, some
2: assembly required.
3: If they had just capitalized on the opportunities for their offense, then they don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. So why are we championing toughness when if we should be focusing on just getting the power play together?
2: Because, like, how often are they going to get eight power plays in a game?
3: It's not even that. It's just they could have scored one more goal. They mm-hmm. could have. They could have. But they yeah, haven't for no, over if, a year now. And if they had, then, but then, then oh, they've
2: changed personnel. they changed coaching.
3: So because they haven't been scoring at the rate that you're hoping, we should now focus on toughness? That doesn't make sense. Not
2: focus. I'm, I like, I still want hockey players. I'm not looking to go back to the, you know, Golden Knuckle Dragons who scored four career goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I w- like something, something, anything.
3: No, but that's not going to help them score goals.
2: No, but it'll make me feel I a think, little bit better. I think but the, go- it Steve- might. the goal for
3: the Leafs is to make you feel if they better. Had gone, if Fuck
2: they- that. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it absolutely is. They no. can make me feel better by winning a hockey game, and in
1: absence of that, they can at least beat someone Here's up. the thing. Right. If, Who's mean to them if they, and deserves if they go, it. If they go four for eight on the power play last night, by the way, if, it, they'd, scored, a blowout. if they'd scored four goals on the power play, there's no way they would have got eight of them, by the way. Never would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is this, on Netflix or Crave? If they got four, what? What, what fictional show are you talking about? If you got three. Even if you got At least win that game. We're not talking about this.
2: Oh, you you got one of those things that lets you watch Hulu.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is (laughs) your?
2: What what, Adam's talking about a fictional scenario. So so am I. Okay, so Daenerys. (laughs) Well, what's this about the dragons? What what's what's this about?
1: Listen. Or is
2: this the one? Is this that confusing show with the time travel? we,
1: We need to talk about the fact that the power play sucks. I agree. Sure. And one of the major problems on the power play is the fucking back pass zone entry thing. They don't seem to oh. be able to figure it out. And once they do establish the zone, then they're kicking it out to Mitch Marner for a one timer. Shots a...
3: at the point are ridiculous. Why is Tyson? They... Well, oh. Apparently, Tyson. Hey, let's shoot it wide from the take... point.
1: For taking shots like that, that second period power play where he whistled it over the net. Yeah. Apparently, that was a thing in Colorado. He did all the time,
2: and okay. still put up sixty points. Like here's here's the right. confusing thing for me. But the, they also had a
1: million power play. Yeah, plays did last he score totally. those in Colorado? Is that he scored point? twice. He's not a he's oh. not a, his his power play numbers are actually not that great. So for every, okay. every, every pension plan puppets did an amazing article this morning and, on why Morgan Riley absolutely should be the quarterback on the first oh, unit, okay. and it goes into cutting... it breaks down. Um, um, uh, it breaks down Barry's usage in, in Colorado last year. I won't, I, I won't do it justice here, but I'm going to paraphrase for you. And basically, he had 25 points on the power play last year. From what I read, remember I read this at 4 a.m. Um, and he had two goals. Colorado, I believe, had more power plays than anybody else last year. So, and also we're on the penalty so the more fact, often that, yeah, because yeah. officiating is so, good. And, and Tyson Barry was averaging four minutes of power play time a night. Wow. So. That's that's where we're at with that. And I think you saw last night that some of the defi- decision making leaves a lot to be desired. Why are you whistling a puck over the net at that point? However, I don't understand I don't understand where Steve McFarlane's going with this with Paul. the with sorry Paul McFarlane, <laughs> where he's going with this Mitch Marner uh uh one timer thing. Switching I don't know wings. why Matthews is taking a one timer on his off hand. Yeah. I mean I well, know he's working on them. that and that was their big thing, off, right? Though. That was that was
3: their big thing coming this season, having yeah. them being on their opposite wing thing one timer. Right. Like that's the entire But Mitch
1: Marner is not a power shot.
2: No, like yeah. Matthews can at least pull off a like a modified he's not gonna bomb it, but he can like fire off a nice snapper. Okay. Marner is in he's sitting in the same spot as Alex Ovechkin, Steven Stamkos Patrick Line, David Pasternak, like all these elite touch of God uh, right-handed shots. Marner doesn't have that. I don't even know if he practiced at it. If his stick could pull it off, because it's a noodle. Well, he like, didn't practice with the Leafs.
0: Who
3: Marner? He was he was sitting at home all season. Oh all off season.
0: No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god. Who went contract. <laughs> <laughs> like switch to a wooden stick, Mitch. <laughs>
2: I want Don Cherry to talk about that this yeah. week. I should use a wooden stick. Watch this. Adrian, a coin. He's going to bring up that famous clip. $30. <laughs> no. um, yeah, that is not working. But beyond that not working, is there a more predictable team to watch in the NHL than the Toronto Maple Leafs? On the power play. On the power play. Well, forget the power play. Like, every shift, I feel like I know exactly what they're doing. And... If I, with my idiot brain, know exactly what they're doing, surely everyone else has it figured
1: out, too. So, tell me this. You you dropped a stat, I think, earlier, and I'm not really sure if this is real. But they haven't scored more than two power play goals in a game in over a year? Did you say that? No. Oh, okay. I thought you said that, and I was like, oh, that's new. No. But one thing I do know is they're 29, 25, and like 8 in the calendar year of 2019.
2: Yep, it's pretty shit. Uh, I think what- Jeff Veya had that. They're on an 87-point pace.
1: So what? What is it with the power play? Because that's the thing that really needs to pick up if they're going to if they're going to make this happen. Obviously, they're too stationary. Okay, they're way too but, stationary. But not, like, doesn't once that, they get in, doesn't that start with zone entry? Is yes. there not another way through the zone other than just to Nylander?
2: No, and and I feel like any time it gets past the half board, it's gone. It is. has It's, and gone. My, it's mm-hmm. got me hoping for two defensemen, which I know doesn't work anymore. So. Uh, I don't know what it is, but like, it's funny. You know, you come in with all the accolades of a Paul McFarlane and now everyone's like, "Okay, freaking show me." And now I'm—I assume the Panthers went through power play scoring droughts. What did he do to switch it up? What did he would? Mitch Marner makes so much money, but he's also got so much on his plate uh, with the penalty kill duties, especially. William Nylander is just not getting a sniff at all on the second power play unit. Um, I know he's in the Tavares bumper slot, which just isn't frigging working. But what if you had Nylander who can actually like shoot in that spot? What if you, you just need someone with a bomb.
1: Well, who's on that,
2: who is on that unit? So what they have right now is Andreas Janssen is net front. Nylander is bumper (laughs) where Tavares usually goes. I think I have this right?
3: Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. no, you got it.
2: Yeah, Matthews is on his offside on the right. Marner's on
1: his offside on the 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 left. left. And then then you got
2: Riley as the quarterback, sometimes Barry. When their health... Yeah, did I say Tavares? You did. So Nylander is Tavares now, which they're just not the same player at all. And
1: Nylander and Marner are basically the same player on different units, right? They're the playmakers. Yes. And Nylander was spending time on
3: PP1 and PP2 last night.
2: Yeah, like... I don't know what o- Ovechkin just plays the whole power play yeah like
3: because he, well he doesn't have to move they literally he, fed that one slot three, three times th- and on the third time they got it it's
2: like ah oh, do you think it's going
1: Ovechkin now <laughs> oh, back right? to Ovechkin I'm surprised John
2: Carlson didn't have a hat trick because there was one oh. what the what the one thing the Capitals power play does so much better than the Leafs the same thing so over much, and over again mm-hmm. the same thing over and over again <laughs> but they'll feed Ovechkin he'll take a shot or they won't like the look but usually they feed Ovechkin he'll take the shot mm-hmm. it will go the, in it doesn't go in okay and they still have it
3: cuz it, it fl- it, but it, they know it's flying to that i guess it'd be the right corner yeah. and then the guy just knows if this is missing Cuck i'm going to get it and if it if it do- if it goes where it's supposed to it's in the net the Leafs, it's so
2: simple yeah the leaf seems so locked in on the net and i think what makes the caps power play cl- click, besides having literally Thanos on the friggin' thing, is uh, puck retrieval. They actually get the puck when they miss, which you're going to do. You're only going to score, I think you're going to score on one of every six shots or something, like if you're lucky. Uh, They're so good at puck retrieval, but what makes me the most scared of the Caps' power play uh, was uh, there was one where they fed Ovechkin twice for the bomb, and both times it missed or Freddie stopped it. And then what they do is the Caps... They go, no, it's time for the switcheroo thing that they do. And then Ovechkin trades spots with John Carlson. Mm-hmm. And everyone's so locked in on Ovechkin that Carlson's left wide open, and he can basically do what Ovechkin does mm-hmm. from that spot, and it's a goal. And there was they tried it, and they just missed. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to end up in the back of the but net. But the Leafs have the skill,
3: mm-hmm. the players, to formulate a power play like that. If you have Taveras, Marner, Matthew, Nylander, Riley, that's enough guys to build a power play that should be dominant.
2: They're one for 17 since Tove- uh, Taveras got hurt, Oof. I think. Like, it, it's so bad. It's yeah. so bad.
1: Um, Cost them the game. They got to do oh, something yeah. about that quick. Uh, just a couple other takeaways. Um the Leafs are still taking too many penalties, and it, it sucks that it had to be Marner. But he seems to have a little bit of the Brian McCabe syndrome. When things go wrong, he happens to be a part of it this season. Well, um, I, I, and and boy, ski. that's like he
2: that... basically he scored an overtime. He basically scored an overtime winner against the Boston Bruins, and that was like a week and a half ago, and
1: no one remembers. No, and <laughs> but the penalty but, he took in overtime. Yeah. Well, because on... he screwed up two overtimes since then. Yes, but the penalty he took in overtime this time against John Carlson. He completely unacceptable. It flacked him in the visor. It was because
3: literally just, I'm going to whack you in the face. It made no sense. He was sense. trying to
1: lift his stick, I guess, but he has no reach, and he must know that at this point. Like, I don't understand what he was thinking, what he was doing, and it seems was, like a player who's not in their zone.
2: He was, he was, he's not in his zone, but he was also bagged. Almost ended the game.
1: Like, just, ugh. Yeah. Now, Dermott was back last night. It was nice to see him. Sure,
2: uh-huh. yeah, great. Which means Muzzin can leave. Like, <laughs> Steve, this helmet. A- I'm so glad October's over, man. I'm so glad. Do you I- want to say something else negative? Yeah. No. Yeah, I- you were in a good mood. But- I, mean, I know. No. 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 Yeah, but you guys got me talking about hockey.
1: Hey, listen, Morgan <laughs> Riley played 33 minutes last night. That's unbelievable. Um, Justin so- Hall played 1926, career oh. high for him. He he was to. very good.
2: Yes. Um, is Morgan Riley sick? Because I think someone brought up. I want to say it was Masters. Um, That he was battling something. He's missed three straight practices. So something is not computing, right? He played 33 minutes. He hasn't really seen a dip in his ice time. Right. And he's missed three straight practices. What's going on? Because that to me suggests either he's got a nagging injury. Yeah, which Mm -hmm. would suck. Or he's ill. And if it was a nagging injury, you would think that they would find a way to not play him 33 minutes.
1: Right. So, So, is this guy sick? Yeah. Has he he been
2: sick? Because three practices over the course of that's a long flu.
3: Injury thing makes sense too. Something you can play through, but and you limit him when you can, which is practice. Like imagine
1: you lose Mm -hmm. Morgan Riley now to an injury that he could have played through. Uh, I, I I think you. I think you. You have the Hurricanes hope so. I think you have him not play. Because it I'd rather have him later in the season. Yeah. But um They don't play till Saturday,
2: luckily. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, so maybe and he did take the skate off today, as did Jake Muzzin, but apparently Muzzin's injury is not serious. Charlie Horse. Charlie Horse. Charlie Horse. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't
2: really know what Charlie Horse no.
1: So I got kneed well, once probably. in hockey and it was below it's in my it was on my thigh. Mm-hmm. So full disclosure, and I know my dad won't hear this, my my parents bought pretty cheap equipment because <laughs> I wasn't very good. And that's okay like I didn't play high-level hockey, but one of my last seasons I had one of the worst hockey pants I've ever had in my life, and when I used to fall there was a part of my butt that didn't that that it would hit the ice And there was no padding there. It was just these were just oh, no. discount shitty pants So at the front where you're supposed to have a pad that goes from the top of your thigh all the way down to your knee It was just this little side plate It looked like a little like something you put a piece of bread on with some butter and and that was it and so, the, so it, it moved out of place, and I was playing defense, and a forward came in on me, and I angled him to the boards, and he—it was—it was a harmless play, but somehow he got the 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 heavy part of his knee right into my thigh, and it hurt like hell. And then I went to the bench, and then I was able to go back on the ice and play. But you feel it, right? You you feel it. And when I got off the ice, and I don't bruise at all ever. I had to get hit really hard. I'm one of those people that like Caprice bruises if she touches something the wrong way. I bruise never. And I got off the ice and it was purple from the top of my hip to the oh. bottom to the top of my knee. And I went to the doctor like you can't play for a week. And that's that's because that's it? Yeah, it was just a week. But you <laughs> it was would, like it's a hockey like, injury. I, they're like, you can't go, you can't you can't go to gym. Like you can, like you, I was in high school. You can't go to gym, you can't do anything. And I, I remember putting my cause gym, they would always make you, whether you were participating or not, put on your gym shorts. <laughs> so I put on my gym shorts and it looked like I'd colored my leg purple. Like it was that oh, they are painful things. And they're just muscle damage, right? It's just tissue yeah. that needs to be healed. So it's perfect that we got they got this break. Jake Muzzle'll be back Saturday night, I would think.
2: Uh, oh, oh my God, I hope right, so. Right, just said, <laughs> It's a deep, deep bruise. That's essentially what it is. Well, then you got to start looking at, like, okay, Gravel's fine, but how about. Gravel Rasp- actually has been fine. How about Raspa Sandin? No, like, you don't know. want to burn that. You're that contract. I don't know. Uh, Jesse, you're a UFC fan. Do you ever see the highlights for uh, Jose Aldo, Uriah Faber?
3: No. I wouldn't remember that off the top of my head.
2: Okay, so Jose Aldo is uh, uh, majority Muay Thai, and he. I, I guess Faber wasn't properly prepared or Aldo mm. was just that good when he was in his prime. And Aldo just kicked the shit out of his leg. And Oof. a Muay Thai kick is, it's just, you're supposed to use your shin as a bat, basically. It's not its not a kick with your foot. You're kicking with the shin, which is why you saw Anderson Silva break it that one time compound fracture. It was freaking disgusting. Um, Jose Aldo just kicked the shit out of Uriah Faber's leg. I want to say for five rounds. And go look at the pictures of what happened to Faber's leg afterwards. Uh I got to imagine it's similar to a Charlie horse. Because you're just kicking, you're using basically bone to kick the thin little layer of flesh that's in front of your, I guess, thigh bone, Uh your femur. Is, oh god! It's yeah, people disgusting, underestimate
3: man. like the shin oh. and like down there. Oh. It's leg just kicks solid
2: bone. Awful. Yeah. yeah, leg kicks are really I've underrated. I've seen
3: TKOs through leg kicks. Oh, for
2: sure. Oh my yes. Yeah, um, it happens. Who's the? He's the he's the Scandinavian guy. He's got his own podcast now. Used to be heavyweight champion. He's bald. Um, oh, for crying out loud! Anyway, he got a. I I saw a fight where he got a TKO from leg kicks. Right. Where the guy just dropped to his knee and he tapped them to the mat. <laughs> he's like, "I'm done. I'm done." I'll I'll think of his name. Okay.
1: Shoot, yeah. Um, he's like one of the first heavyweight champions. Tell me why. I'm trying to think. Everyone hates Roman Yossi's contract. <laughs> so, so nine million dollars a year over eight years. It's a lot of money, and it
2: goes really late into his career. Okay. And supposedly he's been propped up by his partners a lot. Okay. Now, I do think there's something to, well, what if you just always play with an awesome partner? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then maybe problem solved. But he, I want to say that contract goes to at least 37.
3: One and fun thing about that contract. Yes. It's the largest take-home contract for any defenseman. So um, uh, Eric Carlson is currently the highest paid defenseman in terms of just salary. But if you factor in state taxes, oh. Roman Yossi takes home the most money out of any defenseman wow. in the NHL. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. Well, so Does, him? is Should he be the highest paid cash defenseman?
1: Well, uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I that's The Eric Carlson deal is interesting. Boz Rutten, sorry, is the name of the
2: UFC heavyweight uh, champion. My okay. bad. Sorry. So
1: <laughs> the Eric Carlson deal is interesting. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. So everybody was hating on this. Oh, this could end poorly. This will end poorly. Yeah, sure, it does take him late, and I could end up regretting this. However, did Eric Carlson not set the market on that? What did what what did people think Roman Yossi was going going to get paid? I thought it might be more than this. Yeah, everyone adjust your expectations it's changing. I, well, yeah, especially because the guy's been making 4 million dollars a year for the last 8 years. Yeah. yeah. I, I yes. don't I don't <laughs> I think that they are overpaying him based on what they underpaid him. And I, he probably said yeah. that, "Listen, you guys have underpaid me." And they and you might say, "Well, what?" I would tell him that I would never do that. You're you're worth 7 million, Roman Yossi. And he would say, "Great. Then I'll sign somewhere else in the offseason." Right.
2: Well, Nylander at like 6.9 whatever the hell it was, at under 7. I remember there was a time where I'm like I don't know, that might be a bit much. And it changed in a matter of months. That year. It's accelerating really fast, which Mm -hmm. is why the cap going up by as little as it did was such bad news. The market is completely changing. The Leafs with this, uh, oh, we got three of the top seven, that's going to change so fast. You think Taylor Hall isn't
1: going to find his way into that seven? Push one of them out? I think Taylor Hall will be... Come on. If Taylor Hall Mm -hmm. is not in the... 11, 12 million dollar conversation. If he's not the first one, to, they're sorry, the second player to hit twelve million bucks, I'd be, I'd he's, be surprised. He's every bit
2: as big of a UFA as John Tavares was, except he's got a heart trophy to his name. Right. right,
3: and more to Adam's point. Uh, that Nashville is kind of making up for making him making four million dollars. They handed out their first ever no movement clause.
1: Well, no, Rene has one too. Oh, Rene, has, Rene was, has one okay. like Second. So the second after that. That's why he like, doesn't do that. He
3: doesn't do that, but he's like, okay, yo, so you've been on this sweetheart deal. Here it is. Here's the money we kind of owe you.
1: Which means they got him at a discount. And, and right. Yeah, still. because he would have demanded more, but but give him a no move and he can control his future. Right. But let me go through this, okay? So yeah, okay, fine. Maybe Roman Yossi was propped up by better defensive partner. Shea Weber, uh, was he was he not with Subban as well for a uh, He was for okay. a while, yep. So here's what he's got so far. His first season, 52 games, he, he had 16 points. The next year is 2012-2013, 48 games. It's a lockout-shortened year. He has 18 points. Eh. Yeah. The next year, 72 games, 40 points. The next year, 81 games, 55. The next year, 81 games, 61. The next year, 72 games, 49. The next year, 75, 53. The next year, last year, 82 games, 56 points. And he's got 13 in 12 this season. I hate <laughs> to say it.
3: 13 in 12. Wow.
1: But guys who are propped up are Ron Hainsey. <laughs> right. by Riley, Roman Yossi's mean... pretty good. Yeah. Now you can say you can, sure. you can make the argument to me that he's not Alex Petrangelo. Sure. You can tell me that he's not Drew Doughty, Sure. And I will agree with you all the way. But if you're gonna make a nine million dollar per season bet on a guy or an eleven million dollar per season bet on Eric Carlson, you got Yossi or Carlson, both of them are up. I'm okay with the I'm okay with the Yossi deal for the first little bit, and you know what? That'll be their window.
2: I'm gonna say something enormously unfair, but here it goes. Uh, Roman Yossi's career trajectory and this contract remind me a lot of Louis Erickson. And the reason for that is Louis Erickson was a player who we were told was underrated for so long that he became overrated. And then age also caught up.
1: Sure. Which it
2: always does. That's the worry here.
1: Okay. With Roman Yossi. Because he's 29.
2: Yeah. Louis Erickson was never bad. Like, he was genuinely underrated. Right. And then Everyone said it for so long, and it's like, okay, if everyone agrees you're the most underrated player in the league, you're just good. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> agrees that you're good, right? The most underrated player in the league is someone no one talks about. He's probably in the AHL.
1: He might be Trevor Moore. Might be Trevor Moore. <laughs> or it's Trevor Moore. You're right. Or Frederick Gautier. Or Freddie Gautier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you fought. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> if he fought. But you're right. Roman Yossi's 30 when this contract kicks in. Yeah. Yes. So that's painful. But what? Okay, so you're David oh, I didn't Poyle. even think of that. So you're David Poir. What do you do? Do you say, you know what? We'll trade Roman Yossi. Because we can't sign under this deal, he wants eight years, we can't do that. So then you then you've traded him. You're not gonna get fair value back. You're gonna get pieces no. back that you have to develop this over three or four says. years. Oh right? you
2: should have just traded Yossi, you should have just traded Marner. Or Nylander. So, so what do you, or, no, yeah. you gotta... You have to pay
3: people eventually. You do have to pay people. You have to have guys who will pl- fill those roles. You have to have a number one defenseman. And the you the gotta way,
2: have
1: a number two. And you gotta it's pay a new the guys world. to
2: fill those roles. Isn't
1: it hilarious to that a, your bunch of, a bunch of people who are so pro, hey, let's get paired a, paid a fair wage. Yeah. Like, hockey Twitter is very much about that. Let's get paid a fair wage for you the business You see them come out
3: do. whenever there's NCAA news. Yes! You know?
1: And then mm. a guy gets paid, and they're like, what the hell is this? This is crap! And I I, I got to say, honestly, Roman Yossi, you, you're going to get pieces back for Roman Yossi, but this is the window now. Yes. Pecorino now. Matt Duchesne now. Uh, like what, at what point, When is what is Nashville supposed to do? They're never going to get a guy even half as good as Roman Yossi right now back for Roman Yossi. So you either pay him They're not available. or you get objectively worse. So here's what I will say about the, hey, hey, go
2: out and get your money or whatever. Uh, they lose my support when they treat it like a complete plaything, which this trend of I want my jersey number in my contract needs to fucking stop. (laughs) Grow (laughs) up! That's funny. Is this just a personal vendetta for you? Yes! No, okay. Marners is still the heavyweight champion, crown, most preposterous one. Uh His junior number! Get out of here, buddy! It's not even your number! You wore it playing junior hockey. Yeah, 93 is higher than 16. I'd go with 93. Oh, my fuck. So there's, yeah, and someone said uh, Yossi wore 90, I think, internationally. Why not just go with that? If we're going junior, go with international number. If we're going with the biggest number. Because it's not enough that you make 90 million dollars, or sorry, 9 million dollars you gotta have your jersey number in there. And by the way, that jersey number is 59000 American dollars. That is a life-changing amount of money for most people. In fact, that is more than what most people make in a year in the United States and they're using it as a plaything. That Matthews contract has it, the Marner contract has it, the Yossi one has it, and that's just off the top of my head. Fuck off with all that shit. You're millionaires and I, I'm i sick
1: of it. So are you upset that sydney crosby also has it
2: sydney crosby is a little bit different oh. because here's why because
1: it is a clear enormous discount it wasn't at the time it if... was it was the most money in the league at the time was it not or close to it I think so. No, but there like, weren't a lot of nine million dollar players back then, or eight point eight seven.
2: Yeah, and here we are, and he's still Sidney Crosby. Roman Yossi will not be Roman Yossi at the end of this contract.
1: That is true. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Sidney
2: Crosby at eight point seven. Like he's at the point now where he's by the market grossly underpaid. Like great, Sidney Crosby should be making probably McDavid money, maybe more. You know, uh, but this whole it's the it's the I think there's a difference between going 8.7, which was still roughly market value, mm-hmm. and just treating 59000 like it's a plaything. So like when the next CBA comes around and we gotta have lockout talks, and the players are so hard done by, and they don't know how escrow works or whatever, and the teams are so hard done by, fuck <laughs> off with all that shit because you're treating 59000 American dollars like it's a plaything.
1: When you make $12 million a year, it is.
2: Right. So like like don't ask me. Oh yeah, super relatable. All these guys and and like don't don't ask me to feel sorry for you about about anything. I just it's gross to me. There's something about it that's yucky. And that's people oh don't you hate or do you hate fun? Yeah, I hate this kind of fun. I'll fart in this fun.
1: I don't I don't care. Yeah, I, this, I think uh, this care. is a fun. weird rant. They've Steve.
2: earned it. I don't care. They've earned it. Like, right. Who cares? Also,
3: the general managers are giving it to them. Yeah, right. I don't know. Are y- are you up? It's, you shouldn't be upset at the well, players. Well, because
2: it's just rich people giving rich people money. Yeah, this is no, but so, that's
3: what sports is: rich people giving
2: r- less rich people contracts. It's I, billionaires no, paying millionaires no, is yes, what is yes. what sports
1: entertainment is. Right,
2: but if it's nine million dollars, I don't even blink. It's just the mere fact that they're like, "LOL." So with Steve, fifty-nine so thousand dollars, like, you can go
1: to the party, but don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> really? Adam? That's what it sounds like. Yeah
2: nah fuck that (laughs)
1: they get to they get to live the party every day (laughs) but but Steve it's their contract they're allowed to do that and the people who are handing out the contracts agreed to it of course they're
2: allowed but why not just go yeah sorry this amount of money doesn't even matter to me Steve
3: it's just a little if you're
2: buying a car
3: and they want one (laughs) dollar (laughs) more
0: this is me giving them money this is me giving them money (laughs) this is not the same fucking thing (laughs)
3: <laughs> do you sit there and tell the lady at, at the car dealership, no, no
2: I, I, will not. Not I will not pay that one dollar. I will not. You're going to compare me being broke as fuck and being upset that I kept getting laid off from my Can job. Can you tell people that the, story? Okay. So the, I'm the story, tells it. yeah, you go pee <laughs> you don't get it. It's
3: on so, Steve cam by the way. Yeah. Good. So tell so it, it to the, the camera.
2: Here's the, uh, yeah, go pee son of a, anyway, <laughs> listen. So, okay, there was a long time ago. I bought my first car and I was broke as shit, and but I needed a car to you know get from A to B. I'm sure you can relate. Uh, there was something that they re whatever with the financing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they're like, So, by the way, the, the price has changed by a dollar, it's gone up by a dollar. Like, I hope that's okay. Like, it
3: was $10, and now it's $11 for this car. It
2: was ridiculous. No, it was like... No, it was like... The car was like $21,000 or something like that. And they added a dollar onto it.
3: Twenty one dollars And I was in a shitty
2: mood and working multiple jobs at the same time and getting laid off from a bunch of other jobs as well. And I didn't have any freaking money. And so I said, no. (laughs) So I said, no, "No, I'm not going to pay it. And we actually... I ended up paying it because, like, I just... I it's like I paid a dollar to get out of the argument, which I suppose. Oh, they paid fifty nine thousand dollars to end up signing Roman Yossi. Okay, fine. But can we can <laughs> okay, we okay fine okay fine so. but Can we understand the fifty eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollar difference between our two situations? To
3: them, that fifty eight thousand is your one dollar. Cool. It is. That's you paid and to the one dollar. I say fart and boo. <laughs> you you just said you paid the one dollar to get out of it. Uh well And they paid the fifty nine thousand to get out of it. The
2: next lockout we won't be talking about hockey at all because it's just I can't relate to it. I'm sorry, folks.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's the idea. I, I think, think the gross. idea is it's supposed to be a, a nod to the number that got you there, and hockey players are very superstitious about oh, their yeah. numbers. Oh, fuck off. Also, hockey, also sports <laughs> is supposed to be fun, Steve. Yeah, Why man. can't you
3: also have fun with your contract? No, it's Why can't just... you have the 34 if you're Austin Matthews?
2: Jesse, you you bring waffles to the dog park? Often. You're, you see those dogs that just go around humping all the other dogs?
3: Those dogs are a little much. Mm.
2: <laughs> it's, I just see this and I go, it's a bunch of dogs humping. Trying to show their dominance. <laughs> and their dominance nope. is, guess what? I make an extra 59000 American dollars a year uh-huh. because LOL fun.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> and?
2: I guess the difference between you and I is I see it as a big deal, and you don't. <laughs> I, see, I see it as millionaires
3: having fun with their money because yeah. they can. Whee. I see them, there's an extra dollar, and they paid it. Whee.
0: all right.
2: Hooray for them. Good Listen. for them. Good for the. I'm glad. They, I'm glad he finally got
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> good for him. I'm glad something finally went right for him. You know. Oh man. All right. You well, know? I'm gonna give you another
1: number. Yeah.
3: Let, yeah
2: good yeah. on you guys for looking out for them. <laughs> so good am I, on you guys. Am I on
1: camera here off? Oh uh, no, you're good. No, you're, no, am I okay? You're a
3: little. You're a to, little the, little, to this. Yeah. Story. There. You can go that. So. There you go. Now you're in the middle. We have fun yet. You gotta have your mic in front of you. No, whatever.
2: we're not, Adam, because <laughs> we don't have fifty-nine thousand dollars, which we need for fun.
1: Are we having fun yet? I hope we're having fun. I'm gonna give you a number. Hmm. Is it fifty-nine thousand dollars? Six point eight seven five million. Okay. Who am I talking about? Hmm. Six point eight seven five. That's close to Nealander's
2: number, but it's not, is it? No, it's not. Six point eight seven five. I don't know.
1: I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, is it Ryan Ellis? It is not Ryan Ellis. Damn, I don't, I don't know. Six point eight seven five in the fourth year of an eight-year deal. <laughs> I know. It. Jesse knows. Uh, Six
2: point eight seven five in the
1: in the fourth year of an eight-year deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna say. I don't know. I'm gonna repeat it one more, a couple more times. Just add some stats to it. See if you pick it up. <laughs> Six point eight seven five million, fourth year of an eight-year deal worst Corsi of 43%. I didn't expect you to get one, that one. That one's abstract. It, it's not Louis Erickson. It's not Louis Erickson. Is this a jersey number thing? Louis Erickson's got a six-year deal. So we've moved we, oh right. from that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I no, don't know. This don't is know. not a jersey number thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shit! Sorry.
2: Uh, it is Brent Seabrook.
1: Bingo! Ah, ding, ding, ding! ding. ding. Scratched for the second straight game. Now, I want you to read, Oh, you yeah, got two? Yeah. Now, I want to read you what uh, Jeremy Colleton... I think that's... Colton like, Colton. I've never think, known how to say his I name. I um, Here's what Jeremy Colton said. I think I have his rookie card. He said he wants to keep the communication open, but he was trying... So he comes out and he goes, listen, I want to keep the communication channels open with my veteran players, because he's a young coach. Uh, but, you know, sometimes they can use a rest. We're a little, you know, load management. And Seabrook mm-hmm. could still help the team. Um, and uh, But, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes uh, you know, you need to take, take a breather. He's 34 years old. And Seabrook said, there has been no conversation. He just told me, that's it. Now, uh-huh. that's a coach trying to save a player's public face, and the player is saying, no, I'll F just tell that.
3: you. The Chicago uh, Sun-Times, when I was reading the article, they called it soft-pedaling, the benching of Brent Seabrook.
2: Soft-pedaling? I mean, he, he
3: soft-pedaled the issue. That, I thought it was pretty apt description.
2: That uh, is a good, good description. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm trying to figure that one out. Hmm. You pedal, but softly. He's pedaled softly. Pedal, he didn't pedal back. He soft pedaled oh, yeah.
3: the okay. issue. I'm just gonna. Oh, okay. I'm not
1: gonna make too much noise. I'm not gonna. Just I'm gonna, gonna try and cycle just, through. Okay. Up. See, yeah. I need the hand motion. Yeah, it helps, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just a ooh, gentle touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seabrook said, "I don't think I need rest. I think I feel great. I'm 34. You guys seem to want to write articles about my age and my speed. You guys. <laughs> Did he so, do ooh. it with the head bob? <laughs> no." I- <laughs> You guys, (laughs) uh, I feel like I still got a lot to offer in this league, and I still can be a good player for somebody. There it is. Mm -hmm. For somebody. interestingly enough, Chicago did sort of approach Seabrook, kind of maybe threw it out there, that if he wanted to get moved, they could find potential places for him a season and a half ago. No one wants him. Well, he said at the time, I don't want to move on. Now he's saying, I still feel like I could be a good player for somebody. But as I said, he's 34 years old. His contract ends when he is 39. He makes $6.875 million a year. And he is objectively, by by several metrics, the worst player on the team. He signed his deal when he was... 29. Right around
2: 30. Oh, Roman Yoshi sure. age. Late 30s. Or sorry, late 20s. Still a good defenseman at the mm-hmm. time, history I mean, of success. Duncan,
1: Keith, Brent Seabrook, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, and Corey Crawford. The five. What's
2: I would be curious to know the cap percentage equivalent. Like how close is Roman Yossi's cap percentage to That's Brent a Seabrook good twenty cents. Six point eight seven five is probably pretty close to nine, and it's not this year's cap, it's
1: next. There's a lot of similarities there. And Brent Seabrook has lost his step. You watch him play, he's not mm-hmm. as fast he as he's to be. still he's still an assistant captain, which is I think I it think, adds to the I issue. think they're soft pedaling that too. They're yeah. not gonna take that away from him because that just makes it bad. Well, yeah. and
2: that's like a leadership thing, and I don't think he's a worse leader. No, everybody says he's, he's a great leader. But he's on the bench.
1: You know, it's a, it's a little off. He's having popcorn way up there. Yeah, and he's and not on should, the bench. yeah, I shouldn't say he's on the bench. He's yeah. on the—he's on the computer chair, right? Yep. You yep. know the 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 nice office chair they have up good. in the thing. All right. You know, here's the here's the thing. Brent C. Brooks Brooks contract when it was signed, people were like that contract's bad.
2: Dmitry Filipovich, I remember, was a big one.
1: But what was? So I'm going to use the Roman Yossi article. What <laughs> was Stan Bowman supposed to do at the time? He had a team that had just won another cup their third in six years, or mm-hmm. five years, or whatever it was at the time. And he could have let Brent Seabrook walk. But then where does that put the team? Now, you can argue that Roman Yossi is a better player now than Brent Seabrook would have been at the same point in his career. You could argue that there were signs that pointed to the fact that he was already on the decline. And I would agree with you on all that. But, for everybody that wants to to, to castigate Stan Bowman, and believe me, I have, sure. Panarin, Panarin Trade, who there are still Blackhawks fans that argue they won that trade. No, you didn't. And even if he had signed in Chicago, no, you didn't.
2: Brandon Sod's like a depth player for them right now. Yes, who yeah.
1: makes $6 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have to say, I ha, okay, if Chicago wins another cup, is okay. the Seabrook contract worth it? You they mean didn't. like now? Or? No, like no? he won't be a big part of it. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't mean to I didn't mean this year. They're not going to win a cup this year. But let's say they'd won in 2016. Oh.
2: Oh, like okay, if they had won any cup in the after first signing up F- his contract, is it not worth it? I mean, it's it would still be a bad
1: idea, but you
2: win the cup, so you don't care.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um what was Stan Bowman to do? What was Dave Poyle to do? And I feel like this is what, what happens what, what, what? when you're good for a long time, at a certain point, you're going to have a bad contract, but the key is with a Brent Seabrook player, they knew he, this was coming. Mm-hmm. They knew he wasn't going to be good. And they, instead of approaching him and saying, listen, Brent, we got to move on. So what's the exit plan here? Uh-huh. They said, what do you think maybe possibly? And they let the player make the decision. Now, I don't know if, if he's. I'm going to check his cap friendly. I don't know if he's got a no move. He does. He's got a no move. Yes. Okay, then you, then now you can, now you can say Stan Bowman. Why'd you give him the no move? But well, let's think about the Blackhawks teams that won cups, right? So there's, there's the 2010
2: team. Mm-hmm. That team had Dustin Bufflin playing forward. Oh man! That Crazy. team had Andrew Ladd. I think that team had Christopher Steeg. Good Christopher Steeg. Good Christopher Steeg. They, they Dave Bolin. They got rid of yes, and Dave Bolin. They got rid of all of them, and they replaced them with the likes of Andrew Shaw and Brandon Saad, and they replaced them with at the time young, cheap players. They still had Dave Boland. Mm -hmm. Dave Boland was the hero in 2013. Imagine scoring the Stanley Cup winning goal and getting traded. Well, that's exactly what the Chicago Blackhawks did.
1: Stan Bowman had to make a lot of tough choices. He had to
2: make a lot of tough choices. And the difference, the reason I think they stopped winning cups is they stopped making them. The tough choice there would have been, okay, it's time to cut bait with Brent Seabrook. And they could
1: have cut bait with him in year 2 or year 3 of this deal too. They could have they could have traded him last year. Yeah,
2: the problem with them was they stopped making the tough decisions. The I think they started making like comfortable decisions and they started trying to get the band back together and
1: reacquiring old players. Don't they have both Sod and Shaw now? Yes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that's listening to the players. That's the Tays and Kane wanted Sod back. They yeah. said, get, it, get us him, we were need him. Were the players
2: him. like, get rid of Ladd, get rid of buffling, get rid of Versteeg, get no. rid of Boland. Like, no. I, I have a hard time believing that. The The difference, I think, is they stop making the tough decisions.
3: The best franchise right now in sports that's the best at making the tough decisions is also the most successful one. Patriots. New England Patriots. Oh. Yeah. Every year they, they they're cut cutting guys, no matter who you are. If you can't play for the team, we're cutting you. Yeah, Gone. And they're the most successful franchise in pro sports right now. And just as you said, as soon as the the Blackhawks stopped making these decisions, they stopped being dominant. So and, and they like go you hand said, in hand.
2: It it doesn't necessarily mean you don't even re-sign Seabrook. You could have done that, but then yeah, the next year, the next year, the next year, you had options and they just kept refusing to take it. Is it a full no move, Jesse?
3: So yes, it's a no move clause until the final two years of the contract, Ooh. where he gets a, a modified no trade, so, yeah. where he submits a five team list in the second last year, and then a ten team list in the last year. Mm. So up until twenty twenty two, it's a full no movement clause.
2: Like that's that's Luchic territory, man. That's I think it's more than Lucic, actually, yeah, and yeah. Luchic plays every night. <laughs> like that is
1: it is it's on that level. Mm-hmm. That's bad um so again i ask i i just find i found the yossi and the seabrook situation to be very similar just in different ages right just that's roman yossi a few years on maybe i think, think roman a... yossi is a heck of a lot more mobile than brent seabrook ever was though and if anything is going to keep you in this league now it's mobility so yeah. if you can keep your legs going like look at patrick marlowe points are down guy can still move he can move yep he can still skate yep. with people if you can still skate you at least still have a job and you're still somewhat worth the salary. He's
2: doing fine in San Jose. Like, He's doing fine. He, he sure. just I mean, also that team's in trouble. Yes. It's not because of him. It, uh, listen, yeah, it, you gotta be able to move you're if San Jose right. was a
1: great Stanley Cup winning team this year so far, he would not be on the first line.
2: Joel Pavel. <sighs> Is he on the first
1: the... line? Yeah. Patrick Marlowe? Yeah.
2: Yep. Right now? Dude, they put him on the first line for his comeback game. Yeah. What? That team's in trouble.
1: Yeah, San Jose. I, got had no San I had Jose, no idea. San Jose. I think made the wrong bet. If you could have had Pavelski for three years or Carlson for eight, uh-huh. I'm taking Pavelski all day. Uh-huh. Pavelski was your captain.
2: Carlson does not have it, man. That is. Do you that think that? that
1: a... Do you think he warms into it though?
2: Game forty, something like that. Dude, he there. Are, there are just there's things he can't do, cannot do. Like we. We're, we're yelling in frustration about the Leafs because they are they have all the physical ability in the world. And
1: to they're do not using with it.
2: With their body to do whatever they want. And it's just a matter of them figuring it out between the ears, which I think is the most frustrating part. There are things Eric Carlson's body I don't think Can do will anymore. let him do anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be able to do them for eight years.
1: That's you know why I, mean? I found it very strange that they were so all-in on Carlson and yet Pavelski who's been heart and soul and been so good And I get <gasps> because that he's, 34, he's Eric Carlson But like, but you, but he's not Eric Carlson from two years ago. No, it's and really not and, and that's he'll still that's Doug Wilson's job
2: He'll still put up tons of points sure um,
1: That's what he does
2: and that's what that team does. but they had Brent Burns And they're and they have to rely on him so much more too because the bottom uh, Oof. The bottom yeah Oof. Yeah, man. It's and, really top-heavy. And, and listen,
1: if they had an, a league-average goaltender, I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. They'd be fine, and we wouldn't be talking about this. They would have won the cup. Yeah. They would have won Martin the... Martin f- Jones has been... Cup. I don't know what happened, but he's Maybe the guy. defense is just that bad around him. Yeah, could be. Because, like, Aaron...
2: Martin Jones, Jones is in
3: 890 this year. Oof. We also need to stop making excuses for general managers who just make poor decisions. You know? Like, like well, signing Eric Carlson think... is a poor decision,
1: and it was it's not like oh yeah. hey he's
3: around. That's just it's just bad. You you we can't the, make an excuse what is for the,
1: that. That, that that's, um, uh, Pete Blackburn mm-hmm. put up a gif last year where like Eric Carlson couldn't pivot yeah. to the other one mm-hmm. one one direction. Like couldn't. Yeah, move. we talked
3: about it. His his foot wouldn't turn. He couldn't turn around.
2: And Eric Carlson uh, may continue to be the most valuable player for the Ottawa Senators. Oh, yeah. Because the Sharks might just give them a lottery pick.
1: Imagine they get off on that. Like, imagine they skate that, because they shouldn't have. Ooh. Um, I do want to talk about another couple players that are not performing that well, and then I want to get to this Taze schedule, because I think it's really interesting. Bobby Ryan is now scratched by the third coach in a row.
2: Oh! Really?
1: Yeah. Paul McClain, I believe Paul McClain scratched him. I know... I remember him. Um, uh, I know... Um. Oh, my God, what was Last year? Oh, Guy Boucher. Guy Boucher. And now, DJ Smith has scratched him. Bobby Ryan makes $7.5 million. He's got two more years after this one.
2: I can't remember the Sens fan who tweeted it, but it was like... Remember a couple years ago in the playoffs when he just decided to be good?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is it that he doesn't have the talent anymore?
2: He keeps getting hurt. Yeah, and yeah, you might not have the talent. No well, more. and
1: they asked him like, "Does this con? Do you want to rip up your contract?" He's like, "Well, no, it kind of works for me." But like, <laughs> yeah,
2: of course. And that, that guy. Think of how long ago he signed that contract. He still makes more than Nylander. Yeah, it's it's. I I know we're going back to an, an older conversation, and not everything has to be about the Leafs. Willie's contract's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great.
2: It is fine at worst. Yeah. it's a
1: great contract yeah it's it's, it 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 will be greater the more it goes on another guy who's off to not a great start is jonathan quick of the la kings now that partially has to do with the la kings being competing with minnesota for the slowest team Since the Ice Age, they're they're, they are the slowest two teams I've ever seen. Since the forward pass, yeah, yeah, Yeah. they are. But but I think the reason like they would be great both teams in the '90s because they're big bodies and they're slow. Oh, cup contenders for sure. But (laughs) But that's not how it works. But that's not how it works anymore. And because everybody's so much faster, they look that much slower. After seven games, Jonathan Quick has a two and five record with a Are you ready? I'm ready.
2: Are you Are you ready? I don't know. Well, Jesse just said Martin Jones has an 8.90.
1: You, LA would love to have Martin Jones. They used to. What's Martin Jones's goals against average, <laughs> I'll Jesse? I'll tell you. What's his record? What's his goals against average? Let's compare.
2: Yeah. And save percentage because goals against average averages. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to the save percentage yeah. too. But we know Martin Jones's save percentage because he just gave it to us. It's eight, It's yeah. eight ninety. Martin oh, Jones. Oh, Martin Jones. I'm asking oh, for Martin sorry, Jones. Sorry. I have Jonathan Quick. Do not look up Jonathan Quick. Martin Jones right now is two six and one. Oh God. Two six and one. Yeah. Wait. Three. Or two...
3: 57 goals
1: against average. Goals against average. average,
3: and? 890 save percentage.
1: If LA traded Jonathan Quick for Martin Jones, they would be ripping the Sharks off. What is it? 2-5 and five record. Oof. 448 goals against average. Oof. You ready for the save percentage? Yes. 0. 0.849. Oh! What? Only Winnipeg's Laurent Baswat has worse numbers among goalies with at least four starts. Yes, Actually, it's early. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he was so good last year. Quick's numbers uh have only built on his eight eighty eight save percentage in forty six games last season. At is even that strength, what it was? What at, at even strength his his save percentage is eight fifty five, only a tick Ew. better than the overall number. According to Corsaka hockey, and this is from Rick DiPietro from ESPN, now of ESPN, uh Oh my god. Quick has a in high danger situations. A six nine six save percentage. That's not nice. On a team that allows a lot of high danger situations. Holy shit! Bad. Oh my god! Really Who's their bad.
2: Backup is it Jack Campbell? I believe so. How's he doing?
1: I can find out. Give me a
2: sec. I because really, I'm always interested, like when teams have like a uh, an established starter. Mm-hmm. Like, the Sharks are fascinating me, and part of me wonders how much of the bad goaltending is the defense. Mm-hmm. Because Martin Jones used to be good, and Aaron Dell not so much, but they're both bad.
1: Jack Campbell. Yes. Has Martin Jones-esque numbers. Oh, hey, so an improvement. So he's 2-3. and three, Okay. A 322 goals against average. Better. And an 880 save percentage.
2: Ugh. Wow, so they're not stopping anything, no. eh? Wow. No. And that's their thing. That's all they can do.
1: They're supposed to be a defense-first team, yes.
2: Yikes. That's gross.
1: I feel bad for Todd McClellan. He's just been handed just crap team after crap team. Well, (laughs) and
2: his quote was amazing the other day. What'd he say? I didn't even hear it. He was basically like, I think what we found is... uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but I think what we found out on this trip is uh, we have some players who just can't play in this league. It was very pointed and... Matter of fact, there was right. no
1: confusion. Well, LA, to me, seems like a team, and we we kind of made fun of them. Not made fun of, but we last year, we're kind of like, what the hell are they doing? They haven't done anything. This Rob Lake, Luke Robitaille thing. Yeah. And they started to make some moves. Like, the Muzzin trade was a positive thing for them. I think bringing in Grundstrom and Jersey was, was smart. Yeah, it really then, helped the Leafs. Uh, I thought it was a great trade for the Kings. But then it Still. stopped. Yeah. Like, it was like the least forced them into making a good trade. When is this management group going to do something? Well, Muzzin what, was a player what, with value. A player with value
2: so, on a nice contract. Sure, yeah. What else does does that team have? Quick? Get creative. They're going to have to be real creative. They didn't, because what did they do
1: this offseason? I'm
2: trying to think. They got uh, uh, Ben Hutton.
3: <laughs> if you look at their roster... It's pretty bleak. Like it's Jeff Carter signed for five point two until twenty twenty two. Anze Kopitar signed for ten million until twenty twenty two. And I don't hate that
1: because he's great.
3: Sure, but he's thirty two right now. Yeah. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, thirty six year old, signed till this season and Next season, dumb. terrible. Dumb. Season. And made he no saved sense. Doug
1: Wilson from himself. Oh my god. Thirty
3: four year old Dustin Brown. I wish he signed, signed with the until twenty twenty two. God too. God. Drew Doughty, who's not looking like Pete Drew Doughty, 29, signed till Ooh. the end of Cap Friendly. Like it's, I, it's Drew Doughty it's and Alec Martinez. I'll, I'll, like, I'll
2: throw this out there, how how avoiding one signing um, can change the course of your whole team. Uh, the Bruins got elite goaltending out of Tugarask, in part because they spent money on their backup goaltender, yeah. which is Jaroslav Halak. And at the trade deadline, their big acquisition, who they still have this year, is Charlie Coyle.
1: And he scored a major goal in the first round against the Leafs.
2: Right. So rather he was great. Rather than have Ilya Kovalchuk, you have Halak and Coyle.
1: You know? If you make smart moves, it's a good one. Also, I didn't understand why teams at the time were lining up to get Kovalchuk when they didn't know what they had. He's thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, now thirty six.
2: I was curious. Because I mean, Kovalchuk did have that
1: scary but six,
2: shot. He had eight
1: million man. dollar three year deal. Come on,
2: yeah, that was yeah, How can make, you
3: say you want any thirty five year old at that price?
2: Stop signing thirty five year olds to three-year yeah, <laughs> three year deals. Pavelski got great, but he was thirty four. He's thirty four. So and he was like a uh, like a couple weeks away from thirty five. Uh, yeah, so he's oh. not in that contract territory. Mm-hmm.
1: But like I'm talking Marlow, obviously. Oof. Yeah, no, for sure. I just I, I don't know what the Kings are going to do. But they do need to make something. Like they're going have to retain. Yeah. Like, okay. like what I think Jeff you get. Carter, don't you get really young doing? and really fast? Don't Sorry? you? Isn't that what you do? You just you retain on people. You don't pay a lot for a couple seasons. You get really young, really fast, and you bring in some draft picks, and you go. Yeah. Do you, you want
2: go, Kovalchuk? No. Do you want him at whatever retained? Okay, fine. Yeah. Like, Jeff you, Carter, like. He's getting too much, but like, if you retain, I don't know, half, all of a sudden he's making two and a half, whatever.
1: You don't hate that as a depth option for teams?
2: It's not great, but they're it's you know,
1: it's something that Columbus would have paid a fourth rounder for at the trade deadline <laughs> yeah. last year. You know, like the King should have called yeah. them for sure. Well, yeah. you've got Tyler Toffoli, who's twenty-seven and up. <laughs> uh, like he's up at the end of this year. He's Columbus making goes, hey, 6. remember
2: that time we gave you Jeff Carter?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, give him back. <laughs> but you could, you could, you could trade uh, Toffoli. Um, you can't trade Dustin Brown's contract. It's not going to happen. You could retain on Kovalchuk. So you get a couple pieces here and there. And then you're going to have to probably keep Doughty and Kopitar because you just don't have a chance. So there's three guys, Brown, Kopitar, Dowdy, who were a part of the good teams, who can then teach the younger guys, you're going to get some really good draft picks. They're going to get a great... They've got all their draft picks this year. Time to start stocking up now. Dowdy's another one. Oh, it's going to be a rough deal. But they can't trade it. Unless Doug Wilson's like, hey. <laughs> they can trade it because he's still good at hockey. But, like, <laughs> it's going to be bad.
2: It's just not bad yet.
1: So who do you trade him to, right? Like, who's going to take him? And what do you get back value-wise? I think you have more value in keeping him and having him teach younger players than you do for getting, maybe yeah. you retain salary on him or whatever, and then you get a maybe a first? If I, you had a young,
3: fast, fun team... Doughty is a good guy to have on it for that yeah. price.
1: Yeah, like people are talking about the Blues,
2: like they just intimidated the Stanley Cup into their hands. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's no. not. <laughs> Adam, can you do me
3: a favor?
1: No. Okay, of course. What do you need?
2: <laughs>
3: I need you to take a look at Cat Friendly and read Jeff Con- uh, Jeff Carter's contract. Read it. Yeah. Just what's the number? His yearly
1: five two seven two seven two seven. What's his uh, What's his jersey number? <laughs> 77? What are What is his contract again? 5272727. Two, seven, two, seven.
3: How many sevens in
1: there? There are three sevens in oh, there. Oh, and what's his jersey number? 77. Stop trying to make Jeff Carter a thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's not going to be a thing. Do you have
3: a problem with that contract yet?
2: Yeah, Steve I do. Steve Dangle? Yes. Some,
3: it, are some, you upset that his jersey number is in his contract? I'm going to write a paper on <laughs> Jeff Carter and the Damn. proletariat.
1: And- Jeff Carter has, like, an 11-year deal. Narrated by
2: Bernie Sanders. and.
1: <laughs> I forgot Jeff Carter had one of those backdiving 11-year yeah. deals. You know you know where Jeff Carter makes a lot of sense? Teams that don't have a lot of money. Um, and I don't mean cap space. I mean teams that are trying to hit the floor. Um, because he has one of those backdiving deals. He'll make $2 bucks for the next two years, essentially, per season. But you're, like, he makes a lot of sense in Ottawa. Like Marion Gabrick did. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it gets done this year, but if you're... I don't know what Ottawa would even... I mean, Ottawa would have to get something to take him. But if you have a guy like Jeff Carter around young guys in Ottawa, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Does
2: a team like LA look forward to the expansion draft? Like... Please take one. <laughs> like, that's funny. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> LA is the only team that could actually actively screw you <laughs> if they left with what like, they yeah, have. Can I Do we not have to take pick someone? one? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I don't even know who they protect. Right. Like, no one. Sean no Walker. No one's takable. Yeah, Sean Walker. That's probably it. Yeah, but... um, moving on. The Oilers, don't look now, have not won a game in regulation in five. They are 1-3 and 1. They lost to Detroit 7 to 2 with Miko Koskinen in net who was I believe what 5 and 0 going into that Jesse? He was 5 and 0 to start the year. No, last matter.
2: night wasn't 7 to 2. Wasn't
1: it? No, it's 3-1. 3-1. Oh, yeah. I got another score screwed up. Sorry. But now they're was playing like... a back-to-back tonight. Oh, who's that against? Uh, good question. Uh, Columbus. Columbus. Uh, yeah.
2: they're going to win because other teams are allowed because to win.
1: Because Mike Smith's a good goal.
2: Oh, and that. Well, no, he's hurt.
1: No, he's. I thought he was playing tonight. Oh, is he playing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess he's better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I read I that he was playing. hurt. I read that he was um, hurt. hurt. Uh-huh.
1: Are and I. This is too early. Yes. And they are young players in the prime of their lives.
2: See, if we say something, they're gonna win. Uh, and listen, they should. On. They're game right. breakers. No, maybe we just move. Twelve
1: point five million dollars. You ought to. You ought to be good. Uh, but is it sustainable? And are we going to start to see the effects soon or later? of Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid being on the ice for 50 minutes of the 60-minute game.
2: Jesse, I think you have an answer.
1: Can I read a couple lines
3: from Mark Spector's beautiful article today? Sure. Here's the deal on the Oilers' supporting score. No one outside of that locker room believes they're an elite group or that a guy like Alex Chason is going to repeat last year's career year. It's fair to look at players like Riley Sheehan, Jujar Kera, uh, Alex Chason or even Thomas Yurko, who accomplishes so very little, and expect between eight and ten goals on the season. Well, they could start any time. The stat line of zero 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 is shared by Sheehan, Kara, Russell, and Marcus Granlund. A healthy scratch in Detroit, and Sam Gagne, who, to be fair, has only played three games.
1: Yeah, I think
3: I counted. I was counting Why it up be-
1: before. Were they not? Was it When it took Riley Sheehan 81 games to get a goal two years ago, was it not like, a, well, maybe he's not good anymore, and then Pittsburgh couldn't make it work, even with him on the fourth line?
2: And he's another guy who, like, I don't know if he's on league men you don't mind it, but I think he's making, like, two and a half?
3: I was counting it out before the show. If you count every player who's played a game for the Oilers so far this season, there are 13 guys without a goal. What? If you add in the guys who only have one goal, that number rises to 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 guys, and the rest are scored between six other players. So it's new.
1: Drysidle, Clefbaum, Nurse, yeah, David.
2: Just, just read out the who guys, guys who have, who have one
3: or zero goals. Or no, the guys, no. who have guys who have guys scored who more have than scored. one goal. I want to the, see how. Guys who, who have clock. scored more than one goal. Drysidle, Neil, McDavid, uh, Zach Cassian. Nurse, Ethan Bear, Ethan Darnell Bear. Nurse, and Ethan Bear have only scored two goals, but they're still they're above one. Though. So yeah, it's fair. So that's that's the list. Everybody else on the team has either one or zero goals.
1: There's no one else on this roster. It's like, it's like the Lakers with AD and and uh, Danny Green <laughs> right. and, and LeBron. It's like those guys are were screwed. There, doesn't James KCP Neal is going to put yeah. up five? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't doesn't James
2: Neal have ten? Yeah,
3: is it's James a, Neal with ten? Drysaddle with ten? McDavid with six? It's a,
2: like James Neal could have ended the season with ten goals, and they still would probably win the
1: trade. Could have ended it with two.
2: And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's already got ten, and we're still talking like that trade worked out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we're still talking about the depth scoring problem. Now there's still seven, four, and one, but it's—is it turning? Yeah, because it seems like it might be. I, don't know. I saw all of that and you know, I thought it was fascinating. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, boy.
3: Also, I'm not trusting the the one, the 5-0 start from Koskinen at a 9.22 save percentage.
2: I've, didn't he do this last year, too? I feel like yeah, he had Yeah,
3: remember he had that little, when they signed him to that contract, he had yeah. like a little stretch where oh, he was like sure a 9.50 you. or something. And yeah, he, he had. He came back down to mm, earth.
1: Who knows? Listen. It can't happen. Yeah, Miko Koskinen first
2: NHL goal allowed. Colby Armstrong. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, dog. How long ago was that? Uh, it was when I was an intern at Leafs TV. Wow, Miko Koskinen was around back then. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he was, left. I guess. Yeah, but he was a first round pick, um, but then he went to Europe for a number of years. Second round pick. A second round pick. Okay, sorry. Uh, and the the Leafs were playing. This is this is. There was a year where the Islanders used like six goalies or something like that. Oh, and like he was that. one of them. 2010, 2011. And the reason he played his first NHL game was during warmups. I want to say it was Kevin Poulin stepped on a puck and like oh, wrecked his knee. No. And I want to say the first shot he faced was a wrister from Colby Armstrong streaking down the wing, and he scored. Second goal, which also went in that period, I want to say. I did the highlight pack for this, so I remember. Uh, I think was a tip from Jay Rosehill.
1: Wow, it was a Leafs, hey, Leafs arm dog. That's yes. crazy that you remember that. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Svechnikov had the craziest lacrosse style goal ever. Finally, somebody did it. In, in the, the NHL.
2: NHL. And it's funny. So in ice surfing yesterday, we, we highlighted the Nils-Hoglander goal. What so a know? Canucks prospect. Uh, for Rogel in Sweden, scored a ridiculous... It wasn't just that it was the lacrosse goal. He passed it to himself off the back of his net and then evaded a stick check and then roofed the thing and then had a legendary sellie. It was Mm -hmm. friggin' great. Then... We showed uh, Matthews attempting it against the Sharks Mm -hmm. and failing. A couple times. A couple times. And uh, Elias Pettersson trying it against the Panthers while up 4-1. Now, if he made it 5-1, Don Cherry would have lost his mind on Hockey Night in Canada. Svechnikov actually pulls it off. This is going to be the most boring, mundane thing in a few years. Everyone can do it. Yeah, Sidney Crosby did this when he was with Ramuski, and wow. Don Cherry lost his mind, and that's why. I, what he I, didn't like it? No, he didn't like it because it was five-one.
1: Oh, give me a because
2: it's hot dogging it in a blowout game, and players remember that. And, but but remember, yeah,
1: I'm sure I'm sure the Ramuski guys that are working uh, working whatever their job whatever job they're working is like. Well, I'm going to get Crosby back eventually. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> I'll have him back eventually. It, um
2: but what's amazing though in hockey culture so i was just thinking about this Sidney crosby has been able to do this for a decade and a half he did this 15 years ago mm-hmm. maybe more might have been 16 years ago has he just not been doing this to be polite like is uh, he just the most i think Canadian... he just hasn't needed to yeah but he's like behind the net a lot yeah i don't know
1: good to ask him maybe he just feels like the risk isn't worth it and he's got better options but
2: i i just feel like so he he's elite Right, and has been able to do it for a very long time, but now hockey's progressing at least from a skill set standpoint, where every player in junior can do this.
3: Uh Yeah, yeah. Every every fourteen year old kid with some free ice time can do this. It's
2: gonna change. It's gonna change a lot of things. You you sort of give up the back of the net. You can't do that anymore because mm. Andrey Svechnikov can do that. Every guy can do that. I'm not surprised in the least that a 19-year-old was the first to pull it off.
3: Can I tell you what's going to happen Saturday night? What? Can't wait. First intermission?
2: Oh, what, what is going to happen? The the dog's going to... And then he's going to say what?
3: Where's Andrey Svechnikov from? Russia. From Russia. The game was in the third period.
2: It was, was It was a tie game, I want to say.
3: It was one nothing.
2: It was one nothing.
3: And this Russian. Tied it. No, I think it put them up two nothing. Oh,
2: did it. Okay. Had
3: the the intestinal fortitude wow. to go out there and do this and embarrass the league. From the team that celebrates their victories by giving out candy like they're trick-or-treating. Oh, it's true. Don (laughs) Cherry is going to have a field day with this one, and he's not going to like it.
2: I forgot about that. They
0: handed
3: (laughs) out candy. Jay Gardner was smiling at the end of a game. Oh, that's unacceptable. What? You can't do that. Unacceptable. Americans don't smile. Lacrosse isn't hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: You don't don't... embarrass the other team like that? No, no. what do you feel about this? Uh, Because I saw this going around Twitter, and Flames fans, I thought, had a point. Uh, So, uh, Svechnikov's stick connected with Riddich's head on the goal. Now, that's not going to happen to most hockey players. Most hockey players
1: don't play the whole game on their knees. But is that something? No, because if you have a wrist shot and your follow-through connects with the goalie's head, it doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: But what if that goalie plays for a team that is in Canada? Oh, it Ooh. happened against a Canadian team. The and the Calgary Flames. Flames. Who have Don not Chiris, been good, by the way. Don Cherry's one of those Canadians. No, yeah. Surprisingly.
2: Don Cherry's one of those Canadians, and he's from Ontario. I find it really weird when people from Ontario like re- refer to like real Canada. <laughs> Western Canada. Yeah, no, it's all Canada. It's all Canada. Man. It's yeah. just it's different. all the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, real Canada. It was... <laughs> it's so I I feel like he holds Calgary like on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Oh, There's like
3: eight different layers he can go at here.
1: I hope Svech does it next game and then lights his stick on fire. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> amazing. Um, lastly, before we get to the press conference, I'm going to wrap it up quick here. Gabe Landeskog is out with a lower body injury indefinitely, and Vladimir Tarasenko to ha- had had soul- shoulder surgery will be out five months. And that, what? That's, sorry, at least they're not even going to reevaluate him for five for months. Five by months. the way, so but- he's he's gone, gone. Yeah, and bummer for the abs, Miko Ranton is also week to week with a lower body injury. I can't believe it's only that.
2: Did you see it? Did you see the... No, I missed it.
1: You didn't... Okay, you got
2: to see the clip of... Not Well, You got to see the clip, but you also got to see the still of his foot facing backwards.
1: Ooh. That sounds like a high ankle sprain to me.
2: It sounds like something terrible. I think it might have been knee.
1: Damn. He was my number one pick in my fantasy draft.
2: Well, and now... That sucks. The Colorado Avalanche are set to experiment with top-line winger Nazem Kadri.
1: Ah, good for him. him.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Great. I mean it's an interesting opportunity. They're putting him on the right of Nathan McKinnon, and I want to say Andre Burakovsky on the left. Oh, good for him. Oh, mm-hmm. he's playing. He's playing wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. I looking at. I don't know if you can bring this up, but looking at what the Avs are doing with their roster, with Landeskog and um,
1: and out, I don't know if I. Totally agree with it. I'm, I'm totally screwed, by the way. I drafted Tavares and Rantanen, And uh, <laughs> I thought I was like, yeah, let's go.
2: Yeah, but people are dropping like flies. Uh, Tarasenko. There's their daily face-off. Okay, so daily face-off has, okay, so I was wrong. Nazem Kadri on the left of Nathan McKinnon, Yunus Donskoy on the right, Andre Burakovsky uh, and TJ comfer centered by Tyson Jost, Valerina Kushkin, oh boy, they're digging deep, uh, what happened here? Valerina Kushkin and Jason Megna being centered <laughs> by Vladislav Kemenov. <laughs> That's a Pokemon boss. Yeah, exactly. Megna. <laughs> and Matt Nieto and uh, Matt Calvert being centered by Pierre Edward Belmar. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know enough about Kemenov to properly judge that. Maybe they're giving him a sink or swim scenario, but I feel like your strength now is you have a little bit of center depth, and maybe you should take advantage of that with uh have McKinnon, Kadri, Jost make someone... Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. They're doing pretty well this season, but they're about to be challenged big time. Mm-hmm. That's that's horrible.
1: John Tavares, by the way, back at Leafs practice today for the first time since breaking the fingers. So hopefully soon. Hopefully soon.
2: I'm hoping he plays Saturday.
1: Let's do the press conference. The press
0: conference.
1: Our only
3: press conference question comes in relation to John Tavares. Um Capt Prestone, I assume it's Captain Prestone on our Reddit page wants to know. If I understand correctly, keeping Tavares on injury reserve until just after November 9th would let the Leafs put him on LTIR retroactively. Oh. raising the Leafs' voodoo cap by another $1.34 million. Would you hold him out just till that game? Let's say he's ready Saturday or a game after that, just so you can get an extra $1.34 million.
1: Who are they playing Saturday? Philly. Hold him out. That's interesting. Tess Matthews, let Tavares' oh. finger heal. Let his finger heal. What if it is? What if he's 100%? He's not going to be. It's a broken finger. That's true. He's not. It takes more than two weeks to heal a broken finger. We all know that. Hold him out. I mean, if it was some statement game against Boston, I might say, "Yeah, maybe you want to activate him." Nothing against Philly, but I feel like it's a it's one of those opportunities where you've got Freddie Anderson in and Net. It's not a back to back where Michael Hutchinson's going to get hung out to dry. No, it's the
2: first half of a back to back. Right,
1: but at least it's not it's not the second half. Um, and if you can get $1.34 million in breathing space so you can bring guys up from the Marlies, yeah. So he, Tavares would have to sit out
3: four games for, for them to get this $1.34 million. Four he'd, more games? He'd have to sit out f- Saturday versus the Flyers, Tuesday versus the Kings, Thursday versus the Golden Knights, and then a week Saturday oh. versus the Flyers again. And then be back yeah, if he's the healthy, next no. night for the Blackhawks.
1: Four ga- we can sacrifice four games? No, man. No, we can't. No. No, no we can't. One game, if it was like, because I got my date screwed up. So if it yeah. had been after Philadelphia, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, fine, let's hold him out. Yeah. Four, no, we can't no. do four. Okay, no. what if it's he's, Sean Tavares, man?
3: what if he's ready for like Thursday next week at the Golden Knights? Then do
1: you hold him out for Golden no. Knights and Flyers? No, you got to beat these guys. Bring them back. They're They're like in Damn. big... They're big shit, points percentage-wise. Think yeah. about a
2: million dollars.
1: No. That's like a whole guy. What are they going
2: to do with it? They can bring That's up whole
1: several guy. Kevin Gravels with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they could. No, I'd rather see them... I'm Win. more
2: interested in... What the hell they're gonna do? Like when Tavares gets back and Hyman, and, and because they still got to get rid of a bunch of guys. Yeah,
1: but they haven't had to. It's like, oh, this is gonna be a big week. Injuries? Nope. nope. Yeah. Nope. That's the thing is, I think they're sort of counting on there's gonna be a lot of injuries and they won't have to do all that. What if one injury just uh, lasted a little longer? Point twelve, I think, <laughs> in uh, thirty-one thoughts today, um, and it's like the most obvious point ever. But I appreciate Elliot putting it in. Toronto would move on from Martin Marincin. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he said they would move him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, we know. I think you ruined Steve's day. I think all of Toronto has, ready, has moved on from Martin Marincin. I, <laughs> and there might be a few guys still holding the candle for him, but I think it's done. My parents I think we recently
2: know. moved on from their Samsung Galaxy 3s. Wow. Yes. Good for them.
1: I moved on from my <laughs> iPhone 6. I finally have the new one, and it's amazing. Wow. It's great phone.
2: You had a six for that long. I had a six
1: for three and a half unbelievable years. unbelievable that you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I am sorry.
2: Shout out to Tina and Gary for Galaxy Threes. Yeah, goal. no kidding. It's 2019. I, I, when did the look, Galaxy
1: Three come out? I like them and in, in incredibly cheap. They're so. n- no, they just did not do it. Well, why? They probably didn't need it. What do they, they need it for? Like we need to it take for Take grainy pictures of the lake. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, what do you need it for? Really? My
2: dad has got a four. Here's the lake. An Here are the form. leaves at the lake. Here's your father at the lake.
3: May Here's... 29th, twenty twelve. Samsung Galaxy Whoa. Three.
1: Came out. They had yeah. wow! Seven, seven year old phones. Wow. Seven and a half year old phones. Crazy. Is that pre iPhone? No. That's no. no, 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 like existence. No, no, Pre- that was like what iPhone 4 territory. My dad's got a, a 4 that I'm quite impressed by, that still works. They
2: have a phone that came out before Morgan Riley got drafted. Wow, <laughs> that they just got rid of, <laughs> right? Oh,
1: yeah, crazy.
2: Yakupov was on the verge of getting drafted, Nathan McKinnon was a year away from getting drafted. <laughs> Let me keep going. That's where <laughs> okay. we done the show. Who yeah, else was anyway. drafted, <laughs> we done. Aaron Eckblad was <laughs> two years away.
3: How many of Connor the, McDavid? How many of those guys had their jersey number in their contract?
0: two minutes The Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.